Questioning Paul Bensman at New Radio Media Talking Biz. You know, Paul, so you went to Frankfurt, Michigan. I did, I did. What do you mean you did? I did. I did. I'm going back in another four or five weeks. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. My new home up north. Your new home up north. Yeah. Why is Frankfurt, Michigan so special to you? Because I got a free place to stay. <laughs> <laughs> so, folks, with that line, I want you to dial right now, 844 999 9249. Let Paul know where he can stay for free up north. There you go. Lovely place. Uh, a good friend of mine, Steve, has a nice house. Middle of the woods. You got 30 seconds to the right is Crystal Lake. 30 seconds to the lake is left to left Lake <laughs> Michigan. It's beautiful up there. Went to uh, Leland, went to Fishtown, uh, drove around, went to Interlochen, took a tour of Interlochen on Sunday. You've never been there? No, no, no. Cousins have gone there. Friends Green have gone Lake there. on one side. Beautiful. They are expanding that school like crazy. They're doing another indoor performance arts center. Huge building on the Gorgeous campus. place to be. And uh, my cousin is a professional singer, and she was up there for a memorial for one of the teachers that was up there. And really had a nice afternoon walking around the campus there. And really enjoyed being up north. Had my uh, chubby Bloody Mary with a chub in it, smoked well, white fish in it. I'm very proud of you. Very proud of you. And, now, did you uh, do that up in Leland, or where'd you get that at? That was at Leland in okay. Fishtown. Yes, at Fishtown. I See, got people that. don't know from Fishtown. With, they with, do actually with, know Leland with, because of the wine country. With horseradish infused vodka. So it was a wonderful Bloody Mary. And if you've noticed, on my Facebook page, there's a Bloody Mary of the day every day. Well, we noticed that, and um, there's a story behind that. Well, let's get the story, and then we're, we, we've got a lot of stories today. You want the story and, now or later? Well, two things we need to do. Number Only one, two? we have a guest at nine o'clock. We do. So we want our listeners at New Radio Media Talking Biz to know who that guest is. Want me to say who it is? Well, why don't you? Well, it's a. It's a I great mean, you've been out of studio so long. Maybe you don't know how to do these I things do anymore. I do remember how to do this. My, my co-host was great here. That used to. You want me to leave now? <laughs> They've replaced well, me already. Well, that concludes our I'll show. I'll be on vacation today. every day. Every, I'll be on vacation every week. I'll call in for a few minutes and say, hey, that's Paul. Remember me? Remember um, the boy on the beach bum couch there? Dan Nichols is coming in at the 9 o'clock hour. And I met Dan a few weeks back. And Dan is a unique entrepreneur. Um, Entrepreneurs we like. Unique ones are even more exciting to talk with. Yeah, so Dan will be all over the board. At and Dan's an interesting guy at 9 o'clock. Okay, great. Uh, Dan I met, uh, like I said, a few weeks ago. Great gentleman. Been doing a lot of talking with Dan. So Dan's going to stroll in here at 9 o'clock. Okay, perfect. He'll be in. So let's go back to the Way Bloody back. Marys. Yes. Um, you, We got into this kick a couple weeks ago of sharing with everybody um, on Facebook and mm -hmm. other locations mm -hmm. um, your photos of those beverages Yes, and uh, where you're picking those up at around the county and around the country. Yeah, let me tell you how it started. Yeah, why don't you uh, step back in time? Stick well, I have never been a great sleeper for the last several years. I have a hard time shutting my mind off and used to take um, sleeping pills, not muscle, you know, relaxants to go to sleep. I felt th they were not good. So uh, I decided that a drink before I go to sleep or a drink in the afternoon or evening would relax me. And I'm not a heavy drinker. So I, mean, I got into Bloody Mary several years ago, and I enjoyed them. So I decided I'm going to have a libation, Bloody Mary. I'm going to have a Bloody Mary. So I get a Bloody Mary, and I sat there, and I realized every time I ordered a Bloody Mary, when someone saw it, five or six people say, that looks good, and they order them. So it's, it's amazing. You just have one. Amazing and, what color can do for you. Well, it's not just color. The garnish is on right. top. Do I have a pickle? Do I have olives? Do I have celery? celery? Some people put salami. Some put oh, PTs. Yeah. 
So, and you notice there's Bloody Mary bars that are coming up at all They're these restaurants. They're popping like crazy. They're popping up. And, and Vivio's downtown at Eastern Market has a whole Bloody Mary menu. You get it with shrimp. You get it with bacon. So you can get different Bloody Marys. It's no longer the $4 beverage. No, it's not. So you have it. And when you order it, people like start conversations. Boy, I haven't had one of those in a long time. Correct. So I decided to take a picture of my daily Bloody Mary on my Facebook page, and the comments start coming in. And I decide earlier in the afternoon, I'm going to ask people where I should have my Bloody Mary today. And people chime in for that. So as I'm sitting at the bar one day in a conversation, and we have NRM, New Radio Media, available, I decided that we're going to create the Bloody Mary Club shortly. And I am speaking with a couple of vodka sponsors, and we're going to have the Bloody Mary Babes. So the Bloody Mary Babes will design different Bloody Marys, and we'll do little videos of different Bloody Marys being created because we're going to have a restaurant food channel in the near future. Yes, we are. And we're going to put the Bloody Mary mixes and little episodics all throughout the food channel. So community. We're switching to communities, I should say. And as we have those Bloody Marys, we'll build it. And as the Bloody Mary Club, I've already put out there who would like to join a Bloody Mary Club, and there's dozens of people already chiming in. I was at J. Alexander's. I had two in a row at J. Alexander's. Normally, I don't go to the same restaurant two days in a row, but last night I said, you know what? It's convenient. I'm meeting a friend for dinner somewhere else, got off work, and I went up back to J. Alexander's on, on 14 and Orchard, and I ordered my Bloody Mary. And right away, a lady across the bar says, oh, I should have had one of those. And she started telling me about a couple places she goes for Bloody Mary. And I told her about the Bloody Mary Club. And she said, do you have a card? So I gave her a card. And she, now, she wanted the Bloody Mary card, you know, the 10 punches, 11th drink yeah, is well, free. Right. Well, she, well she, she already emailed me this morning. Excellent. Are you serious about the Bloody Mary Club? I, yes. I said, give me 60, 90 days. I'll let you know when the Bloody Mary Club. So what I guess we're going to do is we're going to get polo shirts that have the NRM Bloody Mary Club. And you can get them, and then you'll join us. And once a month... We will pick have a place a, we'll have to have a, a Bloody Mary. So we'll now I've decided people will tell me where to go. Oh, where to go for a Bloody Mary. <laughs> <laughs> so they'll tell me where to go for a Bloody Mary, and I will try to honor the request with if it's in, within 20 miles we'll make of, the, of the Detroit market. So if people let me know by 6 o'clock and I can drive to the place they recommend, I will pick one of those lucky places. Then I'm going to reverse it. I'm going to have restaurants bidding to see where I want to go for a Bloody Mary. We'll make it work. We'll make it work. So it's become a little story. People are wondering if I'm becoming an alcoholic. I got a friend from New York say, you're drinking every day. Are you really drinking those? And then two friends decided to line up three Bloody Marys once. So I had a picture of three. They thought I drank three. Oakland County Sheriff waited outside the of bar course. looking for me. So you do that. And, and a friend called me last night. He says, you're actually drinking a Bloody Mary a day. I said, yes, I am. So he goes, when can I go for the next one? So go. we went and had a really good one Um Couple Saturdays ago in an afternoon, Toast. Correct. Toast in Birmingham. downtown Birmingham. Birmingham. That bar on Pierce Street. That bar gets busy. Well, you can sit outside. They're not. They're you not relax. No, I'm talking about the bar. Oh, okay. The bar gets busy. They're flipping more than Toast there. You think? Yeah. You and, think? And I got a pull right there. across from the police station. I knew the lady who knew the guy who got the pickles. <laughs> so I got a spare pickles. Hello, Mr. Toper. Yes, I got a spare pickle. So it was really fun. Uh, any of you guys want to join me for a Bloody Mary one afternoon, let me know. We'll check their IDs and first. Check. Well, I think they're all legal here, right? We'll check their IDs. Everybody is. Everyone in the yeah. other one legal? Yeah. All right. You got oh, birth- you're not. All okay. right. Hold on. Okay, okay. You got birthdays for me today? Nope. I do. Okay. Tell me your birthdays. Roll the music, Myron. When did we, when did we wait, get a Myron? Wait, wait I, I think I've we well, got always a wanted to do that. I always wanted I, I to do that. I write the paychecks. I've never seen a Myron. Come on. Myron. 
I want you to listen to this. I feel trees Yeah. I'm getting cheery-eyed. Louis Armstrong, 1901. Keep it going, Alex. He was born. To myself. What a wonderful world. Oh, Louis. <laughs> and in 1961, yeah. whose birthday was it? 1961? Barack Obama. I was born in 1960. Barack he was Obama. a year late. We late. And yes. this young lady just got married in England and caused a stir. Whose birthday is it today? Oh, the new lady. What's her face? Meghan Markle. Yeah, I'm, I'm hanging out with her sister. I thought you'd be with her dad. Who's been? Who's been? <laughs> Wait, I don't block from you. everywhere. No, no, her dad's. Well, he actually he had a bloody marriage with me yeah. last week. <laughs> Megan's dad. I'm not supposed to say it, but he's a nice guy. He fell off the stool three times. He sure did. Yeah. He's <laughs> all right. Hot shot. Here we go. You want to go up north? You want to look at the lakes? You want to know all these wonderful things? How does Lake Michigan rank in size among the lakes in the world? Well, I know it's one of the wettest lakes. Nah, that doesn't count. No, I'm just let me finish my shtick. <laughs> it's a wet lake. Yes, it it's is. beautiful. I I see it. What there. size lake in the world does it sit? Is it number one, number two, three, four, or five? It's the fourth. It is number five. Do you know the oh, other lake? I lakes? counted the wrong. The other ones are very wet too. Caspian Sea, yep. Lake Superior, yep. Lake Victoria, and yep. Lake Huron. Wow. So what do you number thinking? five? Now. Let's go to one more because we're going to move on. i got a lot of stuff for you today. A lot of a stuff. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. You've been working this week. What Detroit Vocal Group had a 1964 hit. Temptations. With your first, their first Motown recording, Baby, I Need Your Lovin'. Baby, I need your lovin'. Lovin'. Got to have, have all your lovin'. Everyone rolling, Motown. Baby, they, they're still trying to look it up and see what it means. Got to have all your yeah. love. Yeah, tell me what it is. Do, 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 Who sang do, it? Do, do, do. I'm singing the whole song. Yeah, I bet you are. It's either the Four Tops or Temptations. It's one or the other. Yeah. Give me one. Uh, four Tops. Thank you very okay. much. All right, you got that one. Last yeah. one. This young lady was born in Detroit, Michigan yeah. in 1965 and appeared on the TV series Twin Peaks. Well, I know she's got boobs. <laughs> Twin Peaks. Okay. <laughs> I'm thinking of the restaurant, Twin and Peaks. And you want me to play the song Climb Every Mountain, right? No, there were more like little hills. <laughs> she wasn't that big. <laughs> Who is it? Thank God this yeah. is digital and, and platform I, and broadcasting. I, and I didn't have a Bloody Mary yet. No. Sunday mornings. Bloody Mary. How about her name? Her name is? Sherry Lynn Finn, I would have never guessed it, Sherilyn. Okay. Cheryl and Finn. Never climbed okay. those mountains. All okay. right. So you, you you did well on that. Now. Okay. This, Climb this day every in, mountain. All right. Couple. Do, you like music. Do, do, do. In I 1984. Do. You know you This record went me. to number one on the charts. I refuse to let you go. I remember the Motown music. What's you know, the in 1980, you remember, you were spending records in 84, weren't you? 1984, yeah, I started in 1977. Well, in 84, Actually, I was DJ on the air in 1978. This person's record became number one, and the tune was called Purple Rain. That's that's Prince. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Now well, we that's, go. that's a loss. I've been to several of his shows. I was at several shows. 
great entertainment. You know that he well, played on his albums. He played every track, 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 every track, track, every instrument. He played himself. Live, he had the band, but on his albums, he did his He own played mixing. most of his own mixing and played. He knew how to play every single instrument. Okay, here you go. Here's a sad one. Prince was a sad this one. This is from um, a depressed. tip from a Dutch informer. The Nazi Gestapo captured a 15-year-old Jewish diarist named Anne Frank. Yeah, I know that one. 1944. I could <laughs> Today on this day. <coughs> I could have answered that. It wasn't a so question. So here, here's a an ugly statement. piece. Here was an ugly piece. You went this from, has to do with, I, I, I'm going to jump out. You're everywhere. doing a lot of highs and lows. I do. I, I like to go high. I, I like go, to go from low. highs of Motown to Anne Frank. So now the, you're going to go to now Nazis a Nazis to, wait, how do the Nazis going, fit in with, wait, stop right. there. How do the Nazis fit with Motown? What do you mean, how did the Nazis fit you with Motown? You went from high to lows. I'm, I'm, I'm going to press. Can you bring I'm, me I'm back up you now? Back. Well, okay. here you go, 1987. Okay, I was uh, the FCC 27 years old. votes down the Fairness Doctrine in a 4 nothing decision. Terrible. Kind of affected us, didn't it? In broadcasting. Yeah, yeah it's not, wasn't fair. It was not fair at all. Yeah. We seek to extend the electronic press the same First Amendment guarantees that the print media have enjoyed since our country's inception, said the new chairman of the FCC, Dennis Patrick. Mm-hmm. Not good. This is an Olympic one for you. Olympics. It's not an Olympic 2012. year. 2012. Mark Spitz. And this guy later screwed up his whole life, shall we say. Okay. In 2012 in London, who he was the first amputee runner to compete in the Olympics and later was convicted of murder. Shot his girlfriend. Yes, he did. Yep, she was in the bathroom. Oscar he thought, victorious. Yep, he shot, 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 shot. He got a few years, then he got more years after that. Yep, yep. Very you know sad. what? He didn't have a leg to stand on. I knew this was coming. In that case. I knew this was coming. I knew this was coming. Okay, happen. well, all you right. bring me that stuff. So, the guy's an amputee. Right, he didn't have a leg to stand right, on. So let's talk about this for a minute. Yeah? Let's talk about, I want to stay with this for let's a minute. Let's talk about love, baby. I want to stay up north for a bit. Going I've up got, north. I've you know, you asked, let me just go back. You asked several weeks ago if the young people were going to go up north and if it was going to, remember that? Yeah, I did. If it, I'm telling you something. Up north, they had a record season. And through we went through every little town as we traveled through and we saw the people All right, so wait, you're, you're so shot. Uh, you're this so good on going through little towns. Are you ready for this? In my little town. All right, so you took I-75 to I 10. I believe in, yeah. And from 10, you went up to 115. Yeah, you got it. And 115 to 37. Hike. 37. You then cut off near Buckley and went up through Carlin. Go ahead. George and, Carlin, yeah. And then you went up again, and then you made your left turn when you came out of Interlochen, and you went to Frankfurt. Benzie County. Didn't go through ben, my county, Benzie, yes. Yeah, Benzie County. I collected taxes when yes, I was up there. Did. Yep, got a good so, collection. Yep. in going through all of those wonderful areas, mm-hmm. excluding Interlochen, where there only are young people. No, so there are some old people. Yeah, I know, but it's the summertime. Yeah, summertime. Because I would ask you if you even knew what the Van Clyburn concert program was all about. You didn't even remember who Van Clyburn was? Yes, it was an amazing program. You don't even know what I'm talking about. I remember. Look, <laughs> look at the camera's on you. You don't Van even have Clyburn. any. Van Clyburn. Van Clyburn. Who was Van Clyburn? Hold on. I have a motion. I, I, <laughs> no, 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 I have no, a voice-activated no. computer now. Van Clyburn. Show who, up. Who? I got who? that new thing. Van Clyburn, one of the youngest pianists who won. He know. was pianist. I saw him in the urinal. He was a pianist. Yes. <laughs> he was P. Go ahead. Okay, folks. You know, <laughs> listen to this. <laughs> Listen to this. They're, they're, eating, your, they're okay. eating your stuff up in the in the other room. Like they just, they just know who signs they, the paychecks. They just love it. They you. don't laugh. No paychecks. You know. So did you make it to Traverse City? No. 
you miss. You, here's the one thing that's happening this whole week yeah. that you missed. Yeah. What is that? It's not the Cherry Festival. It's the film festival. I know. Huge. Hundred Almost 100 films are being shown right well, now. Well, let me tell you where Michael I can go. Moore, Jane yep. Fonda's up yep. there right now. Yep. You've got so many who's who, and uh, it is exploded. But who's who was in Frankfurt? Do you think so? Me. Who? Me. Who? Me. Who? Who's me? Who's on first? Who's on second? Today's pitching. All right. Tomorrow's catching. That's new. And for Bud Abbott and Luke Costello, we want to thank all of you for joining New so Radio we're, Media we're Talking Talk We're talking up north again. <laughs> yes, so we we're are. talking about how crowded it is up there. Yeah. It was so nice to see every town crowded. The weather was beautiful. It was sunny. The water was blue. It was nice. And and so we went back several weeks ago. We said, are the young people going to continue up north? Right. The answer is very much so. And matter of fact, um, I was here uh, doing a real estate deal this after this week, uh, yesterday, I should say. And I was talking to a young gentleman, and I told him I was in Frankfurt. And he said, you know what? I, I just put an offer for a house on Crystal Lake. He said, it's a little shack. He says, but I want to be on the water, and young people are buying homes like crazy. So you went to Crystal Lake. Mm-hmm. Okay. You never made it to Traverse City. Nope. All right, let's go up to Leland. I was in Leland. Did you go to Empire and then up to Leland? I was in Leland. So you yep, took right 22 and all fish, that? Fish Town. Okay. Yep. So Didn't that, see any gefiltas. Now, do you know whose sister lives in Leland? I don't know. Famous person from down here. Who is that? Bob Seegers. You know, um, okay, when I see Bob this afternoon, uh, I'll tell him that I didn't visit his sister. He'll be very Not. upset. Why are I we think, playing our music in the background? I think we're going into a break. They're, Why would we want to do that. that? Because it's a great idea. Anyways, we've got some guests coming at 9 o'clock. we got our friend Dan Nichols coming up at 9 o'clock. we got to pay for this thing, so we're going to take a break. We'll see you in about, let's say, two minutes. If you need a fingerprinting service, A1 Fingerprints is the place to go. A1 Fingerprints specializes in fingerprinting for teachers, students, law enforcement, and more. A1 makes the process so easy and simple, you can be in and out in 10 minutes. A1 does walk-ins, so appointments aren't necessary. A1 Fingerprints, located in Southfield on Southfield Road. Go to a1fingerprints.com for more information. That's a1fingerprints.com. It's that easy. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Wald Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248 239-9999 for more information. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. 
We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service. And we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. Say hello, you know. And we're back. Say My hello. mic wasn't on. And we're Come back. I'm supposed to bring it. Hello. We're back to Talking Biz on New Radio Media on a Where? beautiful Saturday Where? morning. On Talking Biz on NewRadioMedia.com. And you can listen to us on our app, on either store. It's new NRM Streams. You know, it's a beautiful day number? in the neighborhood. What's 248. Phone? No, it's 844 999 You've been uh, away too us. long. <laughs> no, no. You know what? It's funny. I am so relaxed. It's amazing. Wait a minute. Um, you were here at 4 o'clock this morning. How you, could you be so relaxed? Let me tell you. I got here at 430 this morning. And, I, and I'll tell you the whole venture. I was up wide awake at 3 o'clock, and I started playing on my phone. And I figured I'm going to go for breakfast at 330. So I went to Greens. Ah, uh, Ten Mile and Orchard Lake. Gotta they don't, love it. They don't serve breakfast till six thirty. Well, no, it's a burger joint. So I had a couple sliders at six thirty. You know the donut sticks. And are great. I'm feeling those things now. Do you know those are dietetic? Of course they are, because they slide right through you. That's so right. You what go to White Castle. In? You can eat all you want at White Castle because you know what? And within an hour, it's right through. Here's your a system, question so. for you at Greens: How many police officers were there? There were none. Really. There were none. There were two guys there yeah. that um, were scary looking. Well, um, okay. So they were there. I can remember going there. Their buddy was still sleeping in the Hummer outside. The, the greatest thing is so. you go there after great parties. You're in a tuxedo, tuxedo and all this, and mm-hmm. you get in there, and you sit at the counter, and people look at you and say, hey, this is the real meal. You got dressed <laughs> up. Is, I, got I starved up. at the party, That's but it went there. So, but, so they were busy. So anyways, I want to bring up Craig Folly. We saw Craig on, on one of the spots. Craig is down at the Buell Bar every Friday, and Craig's show it's pretty amazing. Time, um, time. Time, Craig comes on at uh, 11 o'clock, 11 to 1, and he's down there. So if you're downtown, um, and get on Craig's page. Uh, Craig has a thing. He has the average people, normal people come there, and he's interviewing some really people because he's got the panelists. He's got the Friday Follies, but the show's very interesting. And, and, and tune into Craig. Tune into all our morning show. I had a really cool time last week. Went all the way down to the McAllister's house in Gross Point. And I trucked over there, and that was another early morning. And I was a live participant in the studio, you know, the audience. And it's a fun show. And they're going to be going out to the neighborhood and bringing people into the studio. Well, you know, if they find us, they they need first to go to NRM Streams with a Z. Mm-hmm. And then if they go to the Arts and Entertainment Channel, mm-hmm. they will see a lot of wonderful shows. They will. So we're talking about that. And why we do that, we've got to talk about Pop That Culture. Pop That Culture. Okay, so Pop That Culture, another fun show. Fast-moving, paced show. They're louder than hell because you can listen to them throughout the whole studio and the building when they're producing that show. Uh, but, you know, great, great show. That follows the McAllisters at 10, 10 to 11. So our morning lineup starts at 8, ends at 1 o'clock, and we've got more coming. Got a lot more coming. You know, we, we while you've been gone a couple of different times, we've tested in the studio mm-hmm. sports talk. Yeah. And um, we've done that uh, with uh, Jess Monticello, with uh, mm-hmm. Ethan Perlman. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week uh, we had uh, Drew uh, battling Ethan on the Detroit Lions and where they plan on being in the mm-hmm. future. So we wanted to sample the market with our audience. And I'll tell you, feedback is unbelievable. They're we, waiting for these channels to we flip. We are in negotiations with a big name in sports. I'm right here. Okay, so I'm supposed hey, to have sport. dinner with him this week. You can have dinner with Another me. Another local big name. I'm going to have dinner with him this week. 
I uh, can't let the name out of the bag. By the way, do you still go to Weight Watchers or someplace after these big dinners? No, no, I take a big you-know-what. <laughs> you know. Down 30 pounds in the last four months. I've got another, uh, uh, um, you know what, it's... it's how, uh, many more, how many more pounds are we losing? 35 more. 30. Yes, we're in the studio with the shadow today. No, no, and, no. Um, you know, it's funny, I... <laughs> Hey, Shadow! I, I did a lot of walking up north. I would hope so. And uh, it's it's unbelievable. So feeling really, really good okay. uh, doing that. But let's talk about a few other things. We talked about our morning lineup. Yes. We have a lot of people uh, emailing us. How about in the us. afternoon? Well, let me talk about what I'm telling people, then they'll talk about that. If you have an idea for a show, or even if it's a small segment you want to do on NRM, you can do a shorter-than-a-half-hour show. So say you want to do a 15-minute piece and you want to do something... We have a new special going on that stuff. So really send us an email at info at newradiomedia.com. That's info at newradiomedia.com. And we're getting a lot of inquiries, and they're popping up and popping up. So a lot of things going on. I have to uh, thank, once again, our new COO, Jess Monticello, for coming in here. And he's been doing an amazing job. I think everyone enjoys Jess. And uh, we have some more changes coming, some all good stuff. We are going to be switching over our channels to call Communities. And uh, there's three new communities, sports being one of them, being uh, designed real soon. Uh, the restaurant community, yeah, restaurant and the food, I, yes. is coming up. And more so, a very big one, is our political and news community. Right. We signed a gentleman named Tom Athens officially last week. Tom created a multi-million dollar radio channel uh, for politics and two or three very successful shows. So we have that. If people are concerned we're going to go left or right, we're going to have both sides. And then we're going to have the middle. But we are just going to be the platform for the views to be expressed. So I thought we, the middle was on television. There you go. So we are going to be a true, real news and political channel. So we're going to be the boulevard. We are the boulevard because the what's going to happen is we're the parkway where that stuff goes. So NRM will be the first platform that has both views. We're not biased either side. And that is going to be going national immediately. Now, the big question that I've gotten is, when are we going to have the following? The Food Channel-type restaurant where we can watch Paul eat every night. So we're not going to do that because that's pretty boring. But we are going to have the Bloody Mary live uh, the, uh, the Bloody Mary camera. You're going back to that Bloody Mary <laughs> yeah, camera. Well, because here's the and deal. And the Bloody Mary girls. Here's the I deal. Know. It becomes really conversation. So we're going to have cameras at the bar, and and we're going to interview people at the bar drinking their Bloody Marys. And it's going to be a, it's going to be because the Bloody Mary babes are going to be at the bar. Yep. And it's going to be a fun little thing, and people are going to follow us around and say, "Hey, where are you having your Bloody Mary today?" And we've also decided that because there are people that do not drink. Right. There will be a virgin version every time. It has to be. Yes. So there'll be a virgin version of the Bloody Mary. So it's going to be a fun club, fun time for all. And uh, we're excited about that. But Good. once again, we have other ideas people sending our way. Maybe we'll have a milkshake program and, you know, the best shake. And if you can shake, yeah. why do you shake? I think one of the big things, too, that, um, especially in the summertime, going, summertime. To the, going to the drive-ins. They're few and far between, but they still exist. Yeah, we'll go through drive-ins. Drive-ins, and I don't mean a drive-through window. I'm talking about pulling up to the speaker box. Boy, you're you're showing. You know, you slide in to get the tray on the window. You know. Why don't we go to a drive-in movie one night? We could do that. We'll we'll, we'll have a few of them around. We'll I'm bring, going tonight. Where are you, where are you going? Where, the Ford? Uh, it's Ford? in Flint, I believe. Yeah, the I'm Flint. not sure. Yeah, I'm oh, not that's sure. That's that two-syllable town, right? 
Flint. You're going to Flint. Yes, I'm going to Flint. You got I, a hot date in Flint? What's I, the deal? I do. I do. Really? And just because of Emily? Emily. <laughs> Emily. All right. Beautiful so, uh, you know what? We'll call you in the car. By the way, I'm glad you. you said Emily. Every time somebody says Emily. You're giving away $100? <laughs> Oh, My say favorite, nice things say about nice Detroit. Okay, I keep Emily Gill. I keep this up Emily, all the time. Did you guys work that out? Are you taking <laughs> Emily Gill? You know, years ago, I went to the drive-in to see Footloose. Oh my God, the Kevin wi- Bacon, the, the original. But the problem was the windows were so fogged up in the oh, car I couldn't see the movie. Here we go. Here so we go. I, I, it was just terrible. All right, here we go. I was shaking. Oh, no, I can't go there. This is a, a, a PP show. No, yeah, that's right. It's a family. Nine show. Nine months later, my first kid came out. No. <laughs> so. Talking about Michigan. Are hey, you up over there on the other side of the wall there? Hey, guys. Hi there. Just want to make sure right, you so fall asleep. Let, okay. All right. So let, let, let's do this. Let's go around real quick. For everybody that's joined us right now, uh, the voice you hear in this room is uh, Tony. The bo- voices you probably may or may not hear are uh, Mike and uh, Jake in the back, and Angel will be on the phones. And uh, Angel gets lonely. So call him at 844-999-9249. Um, Say hello to Angel. You don't even have to talk to us. Just just make sure he's awake. Angel Angel is in the we call the icebox. Icebox. It's, because he's got the, the phone, best air conditioning because in the there. phone room is so small and it's got his own vent, it gets down to about thirty two degrees in there and we have to thaw him out when he gets out. But it's okay. Angel Angel staying cool. It's okay. We don't charge him for the X day. See, good guy. Uh Angel and Dave probably the two new guys here, right? Yep. Yep. No, they were here last week. The newer, you, you, you the two. Tony's weren't. been here for a long time. Tony's Tony, been here. Tony's almost a fixture here. That's right. His, his other book ended. We actually watched his somewhere. hair grow in, you know? Yeah, yeah. He was bald when he started. I know. Yeah, it's it's amazing. great. He's like, he's like a chia pet. We and planted actually, hair and he grew. And he's actually wearing an, a new radio media shirt for field work. Yeah. He never paid the invoice for that. Well, it's okay, but we'll deduct, oh no, we'll deduct oh, it no, from what? his paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> he, he caught him. He didn't pay the shirt price. He's got there. Okay, all right, so. Angel, you got to buy a couple dozen shirts. It's mandatory. They're they're up to ninety five dollars a shirt. Yeah, you know, you get the discount. The second half of this, uh, <laughs> you want ten of them? Good. Three I easy like payments. You. Are you all done? I'm never finished. Are you all done? No, we're having fun here. Well, I'm the talking second half hour of this first com. hour. Okay. I'm going to talk to you about Ann Arbor, Michigan. Okay. Number one. We're going to get educated. Battle Creek. Sierra number Town. two. Okay. Southfield, Michigan. Grew up there. Well, we won't I go never up. grew up. Go ahead. No, a, thank you very much. I'm a Toys R Us kid. And Not anymore. Oh, no. Go ahead. Sorry. Jeffrey Behave. Jeffrey's gone. Jeffrey's gone. I'm depressed. And we're going to wrap it up with uh, downtown Detroit. Downtown. There are four different areas that are. Very uniquely changing right now, and or they've been awarded special things. So I know you're trying to you're trying to figure these out, which is good for you. I love the look. You make my mind move. Well, you know the mind must move off center. A mind is a terrible thing. To waste, to waste. No, no, no. And there was a great. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you a very quick story. Talk Um, to me. Our sister company, CBS. You remember CBS. Our sister company? <laughs> yeah, we bought them out yesterday, <laughs> didn't we? No, we anyway, turned an offer down from you them hear, yesterday. Seriously. Yeah. Um, they had a power failure in New York, and yep. the millennials, mm-hmm. unfortunately, mm-hmm. had to write everything out. Mm-hmm. The news team could not read the handwriting, could not understand well, it. Well, you know, it's funny. Because um, the electronics all went down. The power outage I ordered was for every station but so, us. I'm just letting you know that. Only one word. So I want you to sit back. Darn. Angel, you didn't do the job I asked you to do. Sit back. Cut the Enjoy, cord. listen to this music, 
because I want you to practice your handwriting because when we come back, there may be a quiz. I got to work. So for New Radio Media Talking Biz, we're taking our break. Okie dokie. Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our 9 and Dine special. Nine holes of golf and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me. Just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Wald Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Surfing the Internet can be good for your brain, especially if you're getting up there in years. UCLA scientists say that the Internet searching helps to stimulate your brain function by triggering centers in your brain that control decision-making and complex reasoning. In a study to be published in the American Journal of Geriatric Psychiatry, the researchers say that using the Internet to seek out new information might stimulate the brain enough to sustain brain health and your cognitive ability. Before the computer age, the one activity that was linked to an active mind was solving crossword puzzles. The fact that even simple tasks like searching the internet might enhance your brain circuitry suggests that our brains are really sensitive to mental exercise and actually continue to learn as we grow older. So using an internet search engine such as Google produces the same brain activities as reading, but it also increases activity in areas of your brain that control decision making and complex reasoning. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. And welcome back, everybody, to New Radio Media. This is Talking Biz with Paul Benzman. Yep, I'm Peter Perlman. I'm yes. back in town. So here you go, Paul. Um, I want to talk about Ann Arbor. And yep. what do you know about Wallet Hub Study? I'm going to learn right now. You're going to learn. I'm going to learn. Wallet Hub Study named Ann Arbor as the most well educated city in America. They're well educated. The uh, credit report website compared about 150 of the largest metropolitan statistical areas in the United States and um, using 11 different measurements, including uh, high school, college, graduate degree holders, university quality, and uh, racial education gap. The goal was to measure the education attainment and the quality of education in each city. And okay. Ann Arbor ranked number one as the city with the highest percentage of people graduating with all of these things. Wow. So, um, you know, it's a pretty interesting uh, piece. Four other cities made the list. Only Lansing was near the top at 22. Detroit ranked 83. And Flint, 120. Wow. So so now I'm going to go to Battle Creek. Cereal, okay. Okay. Firekeeper's Casino. Yes, I've been yeah. there. You know, they get a tremendous amount of entertainment lately. They've I been, know. I just I They are one down. of the few hotels that's getting a 95% occupancy rate. So knowing mm -hmm. that, they have committed to building a second tower. And it's a nice casino. Uh, they draw from a great distance, Grand Rapids. Uh, Detroiters go over there. It's a clean casino. Very nice facility. 
I was there when they first opened. They didn't have the hotel. Now they got the hotel. Right. And it's a really nice facility. If you want to get away to Fire Keepers, I recommend you go up there, mention my name, and you get a half off Bloody Marys. Yeah, right. Um, in the meantime, they're looking to put another 200 rooms in, none of which will have your name played on. No, because you know it's funny? The hotels on the exit before that place are also swamped. So it's really made a lot. It's done a lot for the area. It's really brought and a lot of people And also, they were one of the first to use solar power. Yeah, they've got panels right along the road. they got a whole solar field there. Right. So the slot machines are run on solar power. So on a cloudy day, nobody wins? Um, actually, there's a trick. If you get there, if the, if, if the sun is at 70% and the third slot machine on the fourth row over, you can hit it. So don't play at night. Okay. No, no, that's when it's down. You play so. between 7 and 8 at night, that slot hits. All right, so you're in the real estate business. Am I? Oh, I am, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The next one is Southfield, Michigan. Interesting town. And the the big area is the Southfield Town Center. Mm-hmm. Um, new owners. Occupancy's going up and rents are going up. Yeah, and a lot of money's going into the complex. It is. They're doing a lot of stuff that's fun stuff for the employees. A lot of unique things in the open area. So it's going to be, they want to make it more of a lifestyle office center. So and can you walk everybody through, I mean, we're, we're hearing this term more and more, lifestyle office center. Mm-hmm. All right, we're in an office building. There's no lifestyle here. What is an office? I mean, because it's an all-enclosed complex. Well, let me explain what happened. Uh, The history of the town center goes way back, and I followed the growth of town center, and I grew up just right around the block there. And originally, the Prudential Company developed it. And it was supposed to be its own self-contained city. And they started building. And at that time when they started building, do you know that Southfield – had the second number of phones per capita, just second to Washington, D.C. Yes. So Southfield had a lot of phones and phone lines. And they started building the town center, and they started putting up the number one, the 1,000 tower, the 2,000 tower, the 4,000 tower, 3,000, 4,000, 5,000 town center, where my parents moved after they sold the house in Southfield. It was a beautiful high-rise luxury apartment. Uh, Bill Bonds, Vinnie Johnson, uh, Jeff. Uh, who? They sat there, and it was nice. Uh, but as they grew the building... And the towers, the occupancy of these towers were big because it was sucking people out of Detroit. And they filled those up, and they were very prestigious. Then the exodus back to downtown Detroit. And the buildings started getting old, and they needed to have some money put into them. And there's investment going into them. So now their occupancy is going up, and the rental rates are going up. But what happens is, with younger employees, they're looking for features. So to compete with the downtown where they can walk around and go to restaurants and have stuff on the streets, they're bringing that inside and the atrium and all over the place. So they're going to have different things, and I'll probably see ping-pong tables and stuff there soon and different things. Probably, I think I thought maybe a part with bocce ball. I heard something maybe over there. But what's happening is is that people want to go there, and young people are teaching us older folks how to start to enjoy life. You know, they're, they're teaching us a few things that it's not all about being serious all the time. And there's a lot to be learned from younger people. Um, but what's happening in these office buildings is they want to take the starch out of working. You know, let's not be so stiff. Right. And so these office buildings, and the rates are going to, I was shocked to see where the rental rates were going back over there. Because uh, we're in the middle of renewing our lease here. And uh, the building was op- you know was bought. We are doing a whole redo of the suite and adding another 3,000 square feet to this suite. And this building now went from 
mm, 50% accuracy to about 90%. Well, I'll give you an idea on rents. Mm -hmm. Downtown Ann Arbor, Mm $29.74. Downtown Birmingham, Mm -hmm. $32.89. Dearborn, $17.34. Downtown Detroit, $21. Mm -hmm. Farmington Hills, Mm $19.17. Southfield, uh, $18.29, Troy $19.66, and the bargain of, we, of the week, Pontiac, at $15.88. Just looked at a massive building in Troy with a uh, one of our clients and one of our investors here, and we're looking at a huge office building there. Yes. And uh, the factor is, is we can steal it, but how much does it cost to right. remodel it? Well, that's the whole problem. Yeah. It's, so... Staying with the town center, mm-hmm. what is happening across the freeway from the town center at Lawrence Tech? That place is booming. Um, it's it's really interesting. You've right. got one thing you're going to tell me, but I'm telling you that been on the campus, it's amazing. You know, Lawrence Tech has more students living on campus now more than ever. They added another dorm. And they're spreading out to other apartments and buildings across the freeway. Correct. And it's really helped Southfield with a lot of development. Um, because of the students, they're running shuttles. They go all the way to Tell 12 Mall, and it's a very vibrant campus. Well, we're going to get a traffic jam over there soon. Yeah. They're playing football. Yeah. They're the first game for Lawrence Tech after all these years of not having football, bringing it back, playing Oakland University. Oakland's got a good team. So this is going to be, you know, the full-blown university coming back to life. so it's going to be an interesting thing to watch. I think the next thing we're going to be watching, and I know they met with the Michigan Department of Transportation, is widening the bridging over the freeway to give it more of that walk-cross-park atmosphere. Well, and the other thing is I heard that their football team is going to be part robotic. Oh, here we go. That, that their I knew front, we couldn't keep this their, a straight deal. Their field. front line is uh, going to be robots. I knew this. Was That's right. They decided that they do not break down as much. Yes. As the human body. I, so I, I, we're going to have the, the tacklers are going to be robotics, you know, because they do those robotic things over there. Okay. So, so I want to yes. go to downtown Detroit. Well, you brought up Troy. I'll swing to Troy next. Okay. I'm doing my loop today. Loop the um, loop. A lot of things happening on Big Beaver. Yeah. Uh, on and, the roadbed. Yep, and yep. a lot of the things that the city of Troy has done is brought a walking community back up to the curb. They did a lot of things. They changed zoning. They changed a lot of things. Before, years ago, if you went down Big Beaver and you had a restaurant, did you know the law said it had to be tied to an office building? Right. Everything was a setback in. Well, not in. just that, but you, but you, it had to be if attached, you built a restaurant, physically attached. it physically had to be attached with an entry into an office building. Right. Because they just didn't want restaurants popping up. So they made people do a restaurant office building. Correct. That went away. And then you saw all the strip centers being built. And tearing down buildings and all that stuff. So walkability, yes, in the town and so center. so now area. all of a sudden sidewalks are back in mm-hmm. on Big Beaver. Yep. And you're watching all these new buildings pop up everywhere. Mm-hmm. And last week, of course, you weren't here when Canteros had their ribbon-cutting ceremony over there by San Marino uh, for their second location. And their third location for them will be at Metro Airport. A lot of things going on in Metro. The North Terminal is going to get a lot of restaurants. A lot of restaurants. We kind of had a little discussion light last week because our studio uh, staff was not so familiar with what we talk about on a weekly basis. All right. So they were there. At the end of the day, they've got that. (laughs) Metro Airport. The food at Metro Airport, it's really interesting because I was involved when they built the new terminal, Delta, 
terminal, the Delta. McNamara. It was Northwest Terminal, the World Gate. Northwest. And they had it, and it was interesting how they bid the process the first time around. And uh, a lot of my guys decided to bail out because they were going to tell you what they were going to leave you. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't how much a foot is. You know, on every $10, we're going to give you 75 cents. Right. So it wasn't a fair deal we pulled out. But, hey, a lot of stuff going on. They pray for delayed flights. Mm -hmm. Uh, The hotels, if they get rain, they love when it's bad weather because the restaurants. I remember I was going to Vegas once, and we got delayed four or five hours. You got to do something. I spent half my gambling money drinking and eating and waiting. Right. And and you sit there, and, you know, the Big Macs are, what, thirty nine ninety five at the airport? It's a little bit crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. So. Chick-fil-A. I want to talk about. Except for Sundays. Go ahead. Since the newspaper business has kind of changed dramatically, the print business. You hear about the tax from Canada? We'll get to that. Okay. We'll get to that. Print business is gone to a certain extent from downtown Detroit. Mm-hmm. So a beautiful landmark is being converted. The Free Press Building. New life. Gilbert got tax credits for that one. Sure again. did. Got more money. And, more money, um, more money, more money. Yeah. It is going to be a beautiful mixed-use project on Lafayette. And we're seeing more and more of that happening. But what's really unique, as we look at downtown and we go to the old train station, where, you know, of course, Ford's made the great announcement, but Traffic Jam Snug has a piece of land there, and they're going to move a barn there and build a restaurant. There you go. Very nice. So it is a very unique piece um, on what's going to happen. And so we're, we're watching every day um, the tax credits that are taking place, mm-hmm. more movement to the west side of Detroit. There's also been the big announcement at I-75 and uh, Forest Area for a new housing project over there. Yep. So, you know, we're going east, we're going west. I drove through Brush Park yesterday. And at Seven Mile and Livernoy, Yep. which is a great, the, the old avenue of fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is somebody that will be a guest on our show shortly um, with their furniture business down there by the freeway. Uh, that whole area of the University of Detroit from, let's say, the John C. Lodge moving north, as well as a little bit touch south, but not too far. But going north, the rehabilitation work that's coming back into College Park area down there, University Park, all that coming up, we're seeing dramatic changes. Very familiar with that. And um, I'm down there a lot since we've done real estate 21 years ago in Detroit. So 21 years straight when we in the city. A lot going on there, a lot of other stuff. Brush Park was amazing yesterday. Actually going to go down there to Empire for dinner Empire for dinner tonight, uh, heading down there. A uh, lot more going on. And after we take the next break, we still got about a minute, a lot of changes in a REIT that's been uh, landmarked in Farmington Hills, Michigan. Uh, there was a bloodbath this week over there. They laid off a lot of people, so we'll fill people in over there. A company called Ramco Gersonson that is now just called Ramco. Oh. So we'll talk about that in about a minute. Uh, a lot of other things going on, Peter. We talk about Detroit with real estate changes. Um, it's it's the, the office market is now picking up in the suburbs as we talked. But uh, we'll talk a little bit about that after. But I want to talk about the REIT. Uh, we also have, don't forget, we got Dan Nichols coming in uh, at 9 o'clock. Very interesting gentleman. If you've got to give us a call, 844-999-9249. Or you go get our app. People are downloading our app every day, NRM Streams, both app stores. It's available there. 
Uh, and if you have an idea for a show or want to talk to us, send us a line at info at newradiomedia.com. Uh, once again, this place isn't cheap to run. We've got to take a break. We'll see you in about, oh, let's say, two minutes. If you need a fingerprinting service, A1 Fingerprints is the place to go. A1 Fingerprints specializes in fingerprinting for teachers, students, law enforcement, and more. A1 makes the process so easy and simple, you can be in and out in 10 minutes. A1 does walk-ins, so appointments aren't necessary. A1 Fingerprints, located in Southfield on Southfield Road. Go to a1fingerprints.com for more information. That's a1fingerprints.com. It's that easy. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Walled Lake. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And we're back here at Talking Biz on New Radio Media on a sunny Sunday morning, Saturday you know, morning. I'm moving to Saturday, Sunday, Saturday, Saturday morning. Saturday Boy, morning. I'm wishing Sunday right. You know, I bagels and locks tomorrow. Going to have um, sable too. I, I did stop in on Zavi Jacobson's uh, Let's Talk Toro show the other day, and um, he let you in the studio. That he, show was getting he, ratings he and I, all over the place. And he had a wonderful woman on from Israel. Mm -hmm. uh, she just written a book. She is. She was an adopted as a child, and she was from India. And being brought up, you know, in an Israeli atmosphere and uh, a Jewish atmosphere, and then now looking at her heritage. And for the 15 minutes that I was in the studio and sharing conversation with the two of them. Sharing is caring. It was uh, quite fantastic. And uh, if for those of you that have not listened to Let's Talk Torah with Rabbi Zavi Jacobson, you need to tune him in. He is hysterical. It's really interesting because as we talk, I mean, I'm talking to some investors uh, in uh, Los Angeles right now. And uh, this one Orthodox investor really didn't look at the site and they said, you know, we have a show called Talking Tory. He says, I'm tuning in. And as I called New York to talk to an agent for someone from Channel 7 uh, to renegotiate their deal, the first thing that popped up, I got to meet Rabbi V. <laughs> so he's going to go on tour. We'll get Rabbi Zvi a tour bus, and we'll have this V dancing girls and all the other stuff. I guess we'll put the Bloody Mary babes on the same bus, and Zvi will go that'll out happen, there. But that's and okay. uh, it won't drive on the Sabbath. All right. So and and we also are bringing in a 
Monsignor from a couple churches downtown. And it uh, looks like we'll have a show with them. And then we're going to do a show called Locks and Bacon when they're both on together. So it's some real cool stuff coming up. You think I'm nuts, but no, we are doing that. No, I don't that. think you're nuts but, at all. But, but it's coming. But so we're going okay. to, so we left the show before the break. We were talking about some changes real in the estate. real estate business. Yeah. And one of but the. But before you even do that, there's a show that follows us. Yes. About real estate. Yes. You know, so for 30 seconds, mm-hmm. we should give them a plug. Because last week I gave him a great plug. Well, let me tell you about you know, the David show. David Sobel mm-hmm. and uh, Tanaka, his mm-hmm. associate friend and guest, talk real estate. That show is doing very well, and I'll tell you something. Very well produced show. If you got a question on real estate, give them a call. They're very interactive. And uh, Mr. Sobel and I go back, and we do a lot of business together. Well-respected attorney, but more than a well-respected abis- uh, attorney, he's a great businessman and a great person. Yeah, and so. you know how attorneys keep you in suspense and, like, blah, blah. He lets you know what's going on, so you are educated throughout so the whole process. So Real Estate Realities starts right after us with uh, – David Sobler and Dylan Tanaka. And I just want to say to everybody, you know, don't play down this thing, you know, that, well, it's real estate, you know. Let me tell you, Paul and I banter um, about what's going on in the community in real estate. But they drill down to real estate and really define it. And all of the concerns and the call-ins and everything else and the guests that they bring really enlighten the listener to a different understanding. No, it's it's really, really good. And we have, like I said, their show, but a lot of more new shows coming on up. So, like I said before the break, we were talking about changes in the real estate market. And in the Detroit market, there's several REITs, Real Estate Investment Trust. It's a public company that um, do mostly retail real estate. And as the retail world changes, so does the former Ramco Gershenson down, down the street here, do a lot of deals with them. And in May at the Las Vegas Shopping Center Convention, they cut the name Gershenson out. After no. how many, you know. Well, not hundreds of years. But, not, I know, but, but it's years. an expression. But so, so, it was a branded Gershenson name in this community. was like a Taubman, a Hudson. It was a name that everybody knew. So the name Gershenson was dropped in May. Dennis Gershenson had his farewell as the CEO, and he's still on the board. And... Uh, Earlier this week, um, some people were let go and walked out the building. The last Gershenson member, Billy, said goodbye, or they said goodbye to Billy, and a few top people. And, and I talked to my friends there, and here's the direction Ramco Gershenson is changing. Because of the retail developments are fading in big boxes and mid-box going on, they're going to be more of a multi-purpose developer. So they're going to bring office components in and different components into the developments. So they're not selling off their retail store or chains or their, their centers they have, but their new developments are going to be multi and multifaceted. So they've got to diversify the centers. So um, I feel bad for the people no longer there. I'm sure they'll get jobs. They're really good people. But the direction changed, and they're bringing a whole new team in. So when we talk about the changes in real estate, we brought this up um, a couple weeks back when we talked about the Martin uh, 5 project. Mm-hmm. Um, is this the kind of new formula that we're seeing then for, like, the new downtown atmosphere? Yeah, you have and, to. And everything. You have so. to because what's happening, Peter, if you look at Martin 5, and that's a really good developer. The Aikens family is really, really great people. And we they started this project three or four years ago. I saw it at the ICSC. I, mean, I still have the plans, the original plans in my office. But what happens is is that they found out that there weren't too many retail stores opening. 
but there's always restaurants and entertainment popping up, and you always need grocery stores. And then with the, with the work of them and the City of Commerce, they said walkability is important. So they're going to have trails, and they're going to have different things. So it's going to be a nice scaled-down center. Um, there's a shortage of restaurants in that area because of the rooftops and the companies. But you're calling there. it a center, and yeah. my understanding is they're calling this almost like the new downtown. Well, it is. It's, it's, it's a walkable down it's, park open area, quasi Plymouth. It's what Commerce wanted. You don't ter- tear down a new library uh, for just a regular development. So well, Commerce first got rid of the golf course. Yeah, Commerce had a lot of hands in that. It's going to be a great development. It's going to be nice. It's not going to be a staunchy shopping center, but it's going to be a great development. I'm sure they're going to fill it up and have a nice, nice job okay. there. So as we clean the studios, we have okay. a guest at 9 o'clock. Yep, we got him. We got uh, Dan coming in. Dan's probably in the green room now. Did anyone check if Dan's here? And so Dan will be in in a minute. So we're going to get Dan Nichols to uh, join us for the next hour here at New Radio Media. Mm-hmm. And for those listeners, just remember, 844-999-9249. Dan's going to share a lot of very unique things with us. So give us a call. We'll look at you at the top of the hour. And uh, for New Radio Media Talking Biz, I'm Peter Perlman along with Paul Benzman. We'll be back. Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our 9 and Dine special, 9 holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. As a business owner, you're always looking to save money and cut costs where you can. And if you advertise on radio or television, you know it can get pretty pricey. If radio and TV aren't delivering like they promised, and you're looking for a more reasonably priced way to get your message to the masses, I've got an answer for you. New Radio Media. With live streaming and on-demand programming, your message can be seen throughout the day, and you can worry a little less about cutting those costs. For more information, go to newradiomedia.com or call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999. A new Northwestern Medicine study concludes that you can improve your overall health and quality of life by doing these two simple things. Spend less time in front of the TV and computer and eat more fruits and vegetables, and that's all. By starting with these relatively small steps, it becomes a lot easier over time to make major lifestyle changes. And in many cases, people find that the time away from the TV or computer is best spent taking walks or working in the garden. In other words, when you're not chained to your sofa, you'll almost naturally want to move around and be more active. And that, in turn, helps promote a healthier you. After as few as three weeks of avoiding temptation to sit around, the people involved in the study found that they didn't want to return to their lazy ways, even when they were told they could do so and would continue to be paid for the research. 86% of the patients said, that once they made the change, they decided to maintain it. So give it a try. You may surprise yourself. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman.
Talking Biz on NewRadioMedia.com. We've got a guest in the studio. We've got Dan Nichols. How you doing, Dan? I'm doing good. I'm good. Glad right. to be here. Thank you. Good morning to you guys, too. So I'd like to say a little bit about Dan and give you a little intro here. Dan and I met a few weeks ago. Uh, our new CEO, <laughs> Jess Monticello, brought him in. You guys have been friends for years. And Dan came in, and we started talking, and we had so many things in common. It was like, okay, uh, got to have you on the show and got to talk to you. So uh, I'm going to call you a serial entrepreneur. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I, I I am. I'm you know, one of them. You're one of them. You didn't start. I didn't you start know, with. You started at a very young age. We got to turn your mic up a little bit. My, I it's I don't touch low. my. Okay, yeah, I got it. Okay. Anyway, he started at a very young age. At the age of five, imagine he was put into the gym or the auditorium, whatever they called them back then, at Star School in Royal Oak, to set chairs up. And the next thing you know, this guy's grabbing the microphone, and he's becoming the performer. See, we, we have a research department. Yes, it bordered on creepy for a second. It wasn't five. We want to let you know that we have a research department here. And, and, I'm trying to and, think and, where that yeah. is. Oh, so... We have a research department that digs high and low. We know your size underwear. We know everything. We know where you were last night. Um, so it's it's real interesting because it's funny because we had another guest on, um, and he was shocked. He knew his military career, and it's like, oh, you guys have you know ties to the FBI, which we do. But anyways, <laughs> so was it. So anyways, you know, Dan. So we talked about it, and you know, Dan DJs. He does a lot of stuff. So you know, we talked about it, and uh, we've had in communications and and maybe a future show at NRM, but really want to bring entrepreneurs in because, you know, I think your passion's my passion. An entrepreneur is the kind of guy who doesn't say take the word no, and, and it's, it's going to do what he says. We have a lot of naysayers around us. You avoid out those naysayers. Say, I'm going to go do this and have some fun. And it's a, um, a roller coaster ride, I would say, as an entrepreneur. You've got your highs and your lows and all that stuff. So, you know, Peter started you out at the age of five. I wasn't going to go quite back to five. I was going to start at seven. Uh, when you stole your first bubble gum, but well, actually, actually wasn't five. It was really the fifth grade. Fifth grade, fifth okay. grade, fifth grade. Yeah. Okay, stealing yeah. the bubble gum is probably the best gig because it's a hundred percent markup. You know That's what? Right. It's, well, you know, it's, well, it's funny you say that because I'm going to tell a little and it's story. It's a reusable product. Well, I'm going to go to my first business, and I was seven years old, and my my grandfather and father and uncle would smoke cigars, so they would go to the wholesale supplier to get cigars, and I'd go with them, and they'd buy me boxes of candy. And I would take a card table and set up a table on my driveway and sell the candy. And I always say when I do speaking engagements, I say it was my most profitable business because I had no cost of inventory. Right. So, you know, Grandpa would pick me up. And I would take the money and I'd go back and he'd say, I'll buy a box. But, Gramps, I have money for two more boxes. So I'd come home with three boxes. Three weeks later, I'd come back with six boxes. Next thing I know, I had a whole candy department. I had three card tables set up on my driveway, and kids would wait till Saturday morning to line up. So before I opened the door, are you open yet? So I had Benzman's Candy Shop on Onyx Drive in Southfield, and it was really interesting. Then my grandfather got smart and says, I'm not buying you any more boxes. you got enough money to buy your own. Right. 
So one day, you know what I did? That was the end of the fun. No, I bought him a box of cigars. Yeah, yeah. he became the I, shooter. I actually yeah. took he some money, and I said, Gramps, do me a favor. You can still buy me lunch, but let me buy you a box of cigars. And I think I was eight years old. So it was a cool thing to, to realize you could take one box, two boxes, end up with a whole candy department, and then buy him a box of cigars. So that was cool. That was my first experience, seven, eight years old as an entrepreneur. So let's go back to you. So if I would ask you, what was your first paid job or paid anything you did? Probably a um, newspaper boy, just being a newspaper uh, boy. Uh, we boy. all yeah. delivered we papers. All did that. but the, he, That's he, when people read them. Guys, yeah, you know what papers are? Yeah, the Daily Tribune in Royal Oak. Uh, I had a, uh, it was a straight shot right up Butternut, Butternut Avenue in Royal Oak. I had both sides of the street, bam, bam. And um, I, I, I started to learn about efficiencies when um, I discovered that, you know what, if I go every week and collect from these people, it takes me way too long. Half right. the time they don't answer their door. Right. So I did what a lot of guys do. You just end up collecting about once every month and a half or two months. Yeah, you bigger go, money. And, then you just, and you could pay the bill to the Tribune in like three, three door knocks. Yeah. You know, it was, done. it was just the efficiencies. You need a little extra money, go knock on a couple doors. It was just way, way easier that way. But that was probably my first uh, installing phone lines was something I did. Yes, we installing phone, phone lines. lines. Wait a second. So wait, let's go back to the newspaper. I yeah. did the eccentric, and Peter, what did you do? I started off with the Detroit Times, then I went to the news, the heavy papers, the real papers. So, so, so I had a gig, and I think I think I can say what I did. <laughs> so the eccentric. I also worked in a drugstore at the, the same time. The eccentric was a volunteer pay paper, when it came out. So they told you to deliver all the papers, right. and I had like five blocks, and they would deliver. I decided on my own, and I hope I don't get in trouble for this now, that I was going to only deliver the people that got paid. And I, I, I selected my distribution. That's so, cool. Yep, I, in, yep. in seventh grade. Recycled the rest of them. Uh, one of the, uh, I was, on seventh grade. Do I go grade, to jail for that now? Uh, no. Statues okay. limitations, right? You're done. Right. And but, the uh, Powers but, family's gone. But so. you know what they, you know they gave out as bonuses? Remember Town Club Pop? Oh, it's yeah. Back. So it's back. It's back, but you used to be able to go to the Tell original. 12 Mall and pick X amount of cases if you got bonuses. So I used to pick up a bunch of town club and the crates and go pick up like, oh yeah, you delivered your percentage of collections were 100 percent because I only whatever and and uh, and I walked away. So let's go back to you. Yeah. So you installed wait you installed phone lines. Yeah, installed phone lines. I just uh, I liked electronics and just thought it was fun and uh, it's easy to do. It was easy to do and people didn't know how to do it. Yeah, low you know? voltage. It's yeah. very simple. And people wanted phones all over their house. It was like oh this phone you know people did, wanted more than I just the that. two that they hung on the wall. So you got fishing wires back then. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Really. Yeah. I didn't and then know you know it's funny because you were talking about the delivery thing. I remember in seventh grade, a buddy of mine had a morning paper route, and at the bundle next to the uh, next to the drugstore that he would pick them up at because they drop them off at like four thirty in the morning or something like that. As uh, they would also drop off other magazines. Right. He would take a handful of those other magazines. I'd buy them off of him for five bucks. He was happy as heck, and I'd have ten of them, and I'd get five bucks a piece for those because they were in high demand in seventh grade. Wow. There you go. Uh, you know, we know what magazines those were. It wasn't Current Driver. No, it was it not. Was, uh, <laughs> it was the brown wrapper kind. Uh, <laughs> the kind that the, the brush you have to behind the counter. So now we go for the phone line business. How yeah. old were you doing phone lines? <clears throat> I was in sixth grade, so what is that, like 13? Yeah, no, sixth grade, 13. No, my daughter 12. just turned 13 today, so, and she's going into eighth. So unless they were started earlier. So, so right, yeah. So they had 13. Yeah, because 13 right. is So we go from nice phone lines. Yeah. What was the next uh, uh, you know, enterprise after phone lines? Geez, after that, um, in high school, I, I would lend lunch money. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, wait, you yeah. were lending lunch money? Yeah, I like to lend money. I, I love that business. That was great. Just a couple bucks and get five or ten back the next day. Yeah. You just... Wait, usury laws here. Wait a second. Oh, this is well, worse than a pawn shop. Two bucks it. to ten. What's the deal yeah. here? Wait a second. Well, just idiot kids, you know? Like, hey, man, I'll give you the I don't have any money on me today. I go, oh, here's a couple bucks, but I want five back tomorrow. Right? That's right. Depending on the kid, you know, so maybe you get a little bit more. <laughs> That was that, and it was funny because Peter, you said I didn't yeah, think you were, your last name was Italian. No, it's no, not. It's not. <laughs> it, you said you worked at a drugstore. Which yeah. one? Robin Hood, Seven Mile and Snowden. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Remember Savons? I worked at oh, Savon yeah. Drugs. Yeah, I would, and I, I, I hacked the system back then, guys. They, the requirement was you wear a tie. Oh, so and we I, didn't have anything like that. You oh, were, you, you, were you had a smock and a tie, and I put a couple slices in a sweatshirt. I mean, later on, I was able to run the tie through the sweatshirt, and I'm like, "This is so much more comfortable than a collared shirt." You're you're a rebel, hacking it. Yeah. So he was he was uh, rolling kids at the lunchroom for for big money and uh, sweatshirt with tie. So, okay, so you lend money at the lunchroom, and so we get a little further on. And um, what would you say is your biggest venture, or what's your biggest thing you've ever done in your career as far as uh, entrepreneurship? Well, I I think for me, the most I mean, I, I've, I've tried a lot of things, and I've had things that I did that um, I don't like to really use the word fail because to me it's sort of like it's just a process. You've got to find right. out what you're not. Mm-hmm. And I think that so many people, as we talk about entrepreneurship, um, I, I think one of the big things is uh, getting people to um, – they become startup addicts. They try all these different things, and, I, and I'm on the phone with them because I do some coaching as well. And I'm like, look, what's gnawing at you? What's your heart really calling you to do? Because I feel like you're – like I have this one lady I was just coaching her last week – and she's got this green cleaning business. I'm like, cool idea. I said, but every time I talk to you, I swear to you, just vibrationally, energetically, you're not into this. Yeah. And she goes, I'm not. I no. just, I, I, I'm stressed out and worried because my other business isn't working out. Not. And I said, so you're doing something you don't even like. And I said, don't you think that, that that energy gets picked up on when you're talking to a customer that you're not that into it? Of course it does. It, it, that's how that works. So if you're not into it, how are you going to sell somebody else? You got to be excited and passionate about what you're doing. That's how you sell somebody else. You got to love what you do. Yeah. It's it's something when I speak and say you've got to have passion. If you really, you know, there's the corporate world and then there's the entrepreneurial world, and, and you really have to love what you do. Um, you know, you're spending a lot of hours at work, and if you don't enjoy it, then you know what change. Now, there's a lot of people that I coach and same people you consult, and you talk to people and they're at a job, and they want to go their plan B and turn it to their plan A, and then you've got to say okay. What's your passion? What you got to do? And those people who really want to succeed have to put a lot of hours in. Because you know what? If you have passion, you really got to go beyond. If you got your 40-hour week job and you have a desire, let's say you want to be a candle maker. Well, you're going to go home and make candles. And you're going to do it on the weekend. And you're going to think candles all the time. And it's almost that positive mental attitude. You have to have positive people around you and focus. And if you focus, you'll, you'll focus yourself into that next career. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and pa- which pa- passion, I, I love to break up words. It's just like a thing I do. It's yeah. passing you on. So passing I on. It's a piece of you that you get to pass on. Yeah. And I think that, that a lot of people, uh, words are amazing to me like that. There's so many like that. that well, you that's like the word up. no. You take the word no and oh, and you flip it around to O-N. So when someone says no to you, you just turn around and you're on. Now because somewhere there was a misunderstanding. So use on. Continue the conversation to get, identify what is really behind what you got to peel back to get to the final result. Mm-hmm. Well, and guru, yeah, G U R U, right? right. Yeah. so many words like that. I love it. Well, there's a lot of lot of passion like that, and, and people as entrepreneurial do that. And as we develop more shows on the uh, business community, as we talk, we have a lot of people that start up nation. I just talked to them yesterday. 
Uh, they're on another channel, another uh, radio station. Uh, they're looking at our format, and you look at those stuff. Stop by their office yesterday, and you meet with these people, and it's really interesting because here's what's happening. The younger folks are becoming more entrepreneurial. They, they want to stick it to the man. And, and what I like about it is because people saw the recession. They saw what happened, and corporations and greed. The young kids aren't greedy. They're smart. They're not about greed. They're talking about lifestyle. They want to control their life, their destiny, enjoy the life. And they realize the entrepreneur's way is taking control of your life. Mm-hmm. And if you fail, it's your fault. If you succeed, it's, it's you. And I don't mean the word fail, but if you don't succeed. And they're taking it on. So I think we're going to see a lot more of that. What's your thoughts on that? Well, so I think in addition to what you just said, I, I agree with that 100%. Uh, but I, there's another piece of that in addition to that, which I think people want to live a more authentic lifestyle. They don't want to do what Dad did. I asked my dad one day. I said, Dad, I said, um, this was towards the last month of his life and I said I said if there was uh what was the one thing you wish you had done that you didn't do and he drove a high-low his whole life and uh, mm-hmm. he was a his dad was a banker back in the days uh what manufacturers bank over there oh. on Woodward yeah and uh and I remember him telling me um he said he just said he said Danny goes I, I think I would have liked to work with my hands more I'd like to have been a woodworker of some kind I was like, wow, because I remember he used to tinker at the, in the in, his, in the basement. We had a little workshop, and he'd make things. He'd make candle holders, and he'd make little pieces of furniture, and he had all this stuff. And I thought that was so cool. But and, and but at the same time, I thought it was you know it was, it was tough because it was he didn't do it. He did the safe thing. He went out and he got a job, and he drove the high low, you know, sixty hours a week at Sears. And and I just I so I think what's happening too is that kids are saying, look, I get it. But how did you look? How did you look at your dad while he was doing all this? I, I remember thinking that, uh, I, you know, I used to hear him in the morning get up sometimes. It'd be really early in the morning, and it was always the same thing I'd hear. And it made me it made me sad kind of at a young age. I felt it, and it was, oh, man. Did you ever say anything to your dad at Put that point? Put his feet on the ground. No. He was too young. No. He didn't say it. He I didn't know. Yeah, but yeah. Even, you know? even in middle school, high, well, we didn't have middle school back then, but, you know, junior high and all that, that, you know, Dad, are you happy? Yeah, no, I didn't say. You know, that, so. your kid's not going to ask you that. But you oh, know, I asked my dad that. Yeah, well, it, it's funny you say that, but here, here's what happens as an entrepreneur, and and Dan will attest to this, is that, you know, when when and you coach people and I've coached people, I tell them you got to enjoy life, and if God forbid you passed away tomorrow, did you do what you really wanted mm-hmm. to do? And because you really look at that, you say the guy, you hear the story, the guy's in his deathbed, and you ask him, hey, he's not going to tell you I didn't work too hard. I, do, I wish I worked another hour. Right. He's going to say, I wish I would have. And so as we coach people and talk to people, are saying, are you really enjoying what you did? Um, or, or you have your passion for what you do? Because the regrets of not doing what you wanted to try is, is worse to me than anything else. I would have someone try and not succeed, but at least they knew they tried. Mm-hmm. Oh, no doubt. I'm yeah. totally cool with that. Yeah. The fact that I could have failed at something. So what? I tried. I got up to bat. It's a great education right. is yeah. what I say. Now, have you, you found, though, too, with the people that you're working with, that they want to be home more with their families than the previous generations? Hmm. You know, I I don't know that home more with their families is something that I've heard come up as a theme uh, as much as doing something they love. Like, I got a guy right now that I'm working with. He's in a, he, he went to law school. And um, instead, what he's doing now, he's he's painting people on stage. This guy is I, he is the most talented dude. I, I mean, it's unbelievable. He he's got his he said, I developed my own art form he, on a live show. He'll paint paint somebody and then he photographs it. 
Like I saw one the other day. He had these people, and he had put thumbtacks all over their face. Like not not the pointy side, right? No, right? I understand. But they were so he had some sort of a probably a paint or something, and then he stuck them all to. Then he takes these pictures, and they're so they're so bizarre. They're just pattern interrupt, not something you'd expect to see. And, and he does this live on stage, and then he takes the pictures, and then and it's just amazing to me. And he said he goes, I'm I'm done with trying to be something I'm not. I went to law school. He said just to appeal to you know to my ego's drive to have the status, and I'm a lawyer and all this. And he said I don't love it. You know, he said, I still do some of it because I, I need to pay the bills, but I'm going to go do this thing. And the guy, he inspires you. And I think that's what entrepreneurs do when, when other people are watching them, they're inspired by that. When people live authentic lives doing them, doing who they are, they inspire everybody Well, else. that's what you see, you know, when, when the corporations hire the motivational speakers. It's interesting to watch what happens at coffee break time when that speaker take, walks off the stage and how everybody gets pumped up. Mm-hmm. And then you wait till 4 o'clock, and you see how things drop down. But at that m- instant, that visual instant, they're so excited, they're partnering with them, and then that transitional state takes place. That's the toughest part when you're even coaching, mm-hmm. is how do you keep them in the game mentally up? Right. And I know that um, we're going to share more of that in just a few minutes with you. I know that, uh, as Paul always likes to look at me and say, you know, we have to pay bills. And we get excited about those wonderful things. But two things we're going to do real quickly uh, before we wrap up this segment. One, we're with Dan Nichols. Um, If you have questions for Dan, that's 844-999-9249. Dan has some very unique things that he's sharing with us. You know, if you want to ask him about his early life, great. If you want to talk about... Um, his time, and he hasn't even brought it up yet, but one of the most phenomenal DJs in town for weddings and stuff, but we'll get to that. And, of course, being an entrepreneur, what does it mean to be an entrepreneur versus an entrepreneur is my favorite line. So for New Radio Media, Talking Biz, Peter Perlman, Dan Nichols, Paul Benzman, we'll be right back. If you need a fingerprinting service, A1 Fingerprints is the place to go. A1 Fingerprints specializes in fingerprinting for teachers, students, law enforcement, and more. A1 makes the process so easy and simple you can be in and out in 10 minutes. A1 does walk-ins so appointments aren't necessary. A1 Fingerprints, located in Southfield on Southfield Road. Go to a1fingerprints.com for more information. That's a1fingerprints.com. It's that easy. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Wald Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. 
Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. And we're back. You're listening to Talking Biz on NewRadioMedia.com. We've got Dan Nichols in the studio along with Peter Perlman. Hey, Dan. Um, we uh, Boy, the music's up a little loud there. Down there. Um, we paid a lot of money for paid that. We paid a lot. Yeah, we might as well use it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh, Dan, you know, we talked about your rise of the being an entrepreneur for all your days. A young kid setting up chairs and selling candy, doing a bunch of stuff. And, you know, we're talking about today, and, and you know, you do a lot of things um, you know, we've talked over the last couple of weeks, and I think as we talk, we're talking about developing a show here on NewRadioMedia.com because, you know, we talked about going one-on-one, on one, but, you know, we'll build your brand, build a brand. We'll probably co-host each shows and all that stuff. But I found it amazing, a lot of things that you've developed. And as I look at your videos and your stuff, and, and I'm really amazed at some of the stuff. You know, Lemonade Stand, I want to talk about that for a minute because, you know, I, I look at these things and – you really get what it is to be an entrepreneur. And I think once you're bit with that entrepreneurial bug, you want to spread it out to everyone. It's like you want yeah. to tell people and shake them, wake up, wake up, I want you to be an entrepreneur. And, and I had an issue where I tried to turn a worker bee, which I call them, uh, an employee into an entrepreneur, and it failed immensely. Mm-hmm. Uh, it happened to be a family member years ago. I thought he could get involved in something. And I'm sitting at a restaurant, and my sister calls up. I think he got had a heart attack. And I'm feeling so bad that I tried to make this guy an entrepreneur, <laughs> and he was an entrepreneur kind of material. And a year later, I said, I'm really sorry. He goes, no, what are you sorry about? As you tried me to make me an entrepreneur, I realized where my passion was. And I smiled because I felt bad that I'm trying to make this guy what he wasn't. But in that journey, he found what his passion was. So it's a great exercise. He liked to tinker with things, fix things. Mm -hmm. And he decided that he wanted to be a maintenance person along an apartment complex. And he's very happy. He's very happy. And at least I got him to that point. But when I was feeling really bad sitting there, it was at Jay Alexander's having dinner, I got the call. And I felt like it's my fault because I was heavy duty trying to coach him. And you've got to be like me. You've got to be like me. And when I heard that, it really made me sad. A year later when he said, thank you, you got me out of what I hated, you put me here, but when I went there, I started thinking what my passion was. And because he realized what his passion was, he's been doing what he was doing for the last 15 years, and he's happier than ever. So at least you touch someone. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's the most fun or most, uh, it, it, it just fills your heart when you get someone to doing what they're doing. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah. You know, for me, it's again, I go back to I think of my dad. I'm just like, you know what? I just think it's a bummer to look back and say I spent four decades because I was afraid. Because, I mean, to me, underneath it, underneath pretty much everything is, is fear or a lack of love for yourself. I'm going to go kind of life coachy deep here for a second. But, Whoa, you know, yeah, man. no, so I, I don't mean, love myself. No, so a lot of people say, oh, it's always about the fear. I'm like, you know what? I said, so you can flip the script on that. You know, is it really about the fear? Or is it because you haven't learned to love and trust yourself? 
you know, because a lot of us will spend our lives, you know, I think of this one woman that I'm working with uh, that has has this cleaning business. And I flat out told her, I'm like, look, you don't even like doing this. Why don't you go back to what it is you love and get excited about that and go touch, move and inspire people around that passion, which is graphic design. And because um, I'm like, that's what who you are. You're this artist. That's what you like to do. Like, why are you trying to be something you're not? And I think that's the part that we like, you and I like, is we love to watch people become themselves. So whether or not you turn them into a multi-billionaire, you know, Forbes magazine, rock star entrepreneur, or you just help them make a switch in his life towards, towards you know, working in the maintenance industry, good for him. He could do something he likes doing and feel fulfilled. That's it. He, he loves going I'll to buy. work every day. And as he goes to work, and, and I want to say about that, as he goes to work, he enjoys it. And as you see this, you know, you said something about money. They want to be like, I give people a homework assignment. I, and, and actually, that's how Jess ended up here. I gave him a homework assignment. I said, Jess, you're leaving the mortgage business after so many years. And here's a real simple assignment I do. And this is real good. The guy's got to listen to this. Is I want you to take a piece of paper. And on the left-hand side, I want you to put a column. And this is your personal life. And you might have liked to collect cars when you were a kid or do things. And think back, back to your childhood. What do you like to do personally for yourself? Because we get so tied up in business and so aggravated that we don't take care of ourselves. So if it was playing cards, if it was going to look at movies, take that left side and put down what are your personal passions. Then on the right side, take your career. What's the best part of your career and work life that you like to do? I like to buy. I like to do this. I like to manage. And then in the middle is the most important column. It's called quality of life. How do you want to take what you do personally? the amount of hours you have to spend if you want to go fishing every weekend, if you don't want to work on weekends, if you want to do this, this is the time I need off, this is where I like to do this. And look at the center column, quality of life. How do you combine the left and the right to make the center your real life? Which means, how much money do I want to make? So you do the calculation, i got to make so much to this. What kind of lifestyle, what kind of house do you want? I want a small little brick house that cost me $80,000 in downtown Ferndale. And you take those things and you use that formula. And if you fit that formula, you found out where your passion is as far as what you want to do and your quality of life. Too many people die chasing their dreams. You know, you hear the point, he who dies with the most toys wins. No, he dies with the most toys. He's empty. Right? Maybe. Hopefully not, right? Well, <laughs> Maybe hopefully he's not, got a lot of toys but, 80s but, but, he's had, but, but right. did he really have his passion? So right. and Peter but, has no, a thought Yeah, here. but go back a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You know, let's go back a generation or maybe two. That generation didn't have the luxury that we have today number one that generation we had you know i don't know how many kids you are in your family one oh, oh, oh my no, uh, siblings three siblings. four total. Right. yeah and your fathers and mother's siblings how many were there oh seven thank and, you yeah. stay with me on that so their parents their number one goal was to just get a job because of the period of time came out of world war ii etc just get a job and take care of the family first mm-hmm. That was the whole thing. There wasn't any of this other stuff yet. You know, television was just coming into itself, and then later on the next generation got the air conditioning, got the cable, got all these other things, and then things changed again. So it was by generation that we looked at where people were. So my, my father was the youngest of seven, so his father worked to make sure that during the Depression that they had money on the table for food. Mm-hmm. There was no time for the dream in that respect. Yep. Two generations later, the dream is allowed. And mm-hmm. I think that's part of what we have to look at when we look at the different generations. So our generation of sitting in this room, our kids' generation, 
We want them to be dreamers. We want them to be the entrepreneurs. We want them to grab the brass ring. And at the same time, we want them to do one other thing. And we say it in Hebrew, tekul olam, to heal the world. Give back to the community that you're taking from at the same time. You need to do two things at once if you really want to have that true success. So, so and, and let me say one other thing here. As you look at family sizes, I, you talk to younger people, they don't want to have big families. They, right. they don't want the pressure on them anymore of having to have three, four, or five kids to pay, raise them. I know I have got one child. You have one, one yeah. child. And you look at it's not only in the United States, but all over the world, population shrinking in certain countries because it's cost so ex- it's expensive to raise them. <laughs> and the other thing is that people wanting to be entrepreneurs, they don't want to be held back by children. You know, I, I joke with young people that I know and says, you know, I want to travel, I want a good lifestyle. Um, a child would get in my way right now. So they're having kids older when they have kids, but the family sizes are shrinking. Right. You know. Yeah, it gives you more choices, right? Uh, well, it gives For you sure. choices. So as we talked about, I, w- I want to talk about the lemonade stand. I brought that up a little bit because I, I look at that. Tell us what the lemonade stand is. Well, lemonade stand simple is the, the brand or the trademark, yeah. if you will. And that and it just really simply, uh, I worked at uh, briefly at the Detroit Entrepreneurship Institute. I was It was over the winter. My uh, summers were always busier, and I saw this ad for uh, looking for somebody to help coach entrepreneurs. I thought, oh, my gosh, are you kidding me? So I, I ran down and grabbed the job, uh, and within uh, six months, I got a call down to the office from the CEO, and uh, Kathy said to me, she said, Dan, she said, um, I got to ask you a question. She said, the Spirit Awards are this weekend. She said, uh, I've got five consultants here that coach, that coach all our people here. It was a nonprofit in Detroit, uh, Detroit Entrepreneurship Institute. And she said, over half the people getting uh, awards this weekend are your clients, and you're one guy. What's going on? She shut the door. I, I said, I didn't even take me a second to answer. I said, Kathy, I said, the difference is I'm the only psych philosophy guy you got here. The rest are moral accountants. So they sit in the room, and they want to talk about bottom lines and numbers and all this, and that does nothing to touch, move, and inspire the entrepreneur. You know, there, there's a few people out there that love all that stuff. For the most part, we're inspired by, I want to make this craft. I want to sell lemonade. I want to do this. And so I thought to myself, this is nuts. They would walk out at the end of this process with this stack, this business plan, and I thought, this is ridiculous. Somebody's got to reinvent this wheel. So I went for the next, wow, five or six months, and I recreated the wheel. And I walked people through a whole process. Uh, it's a question and answer. I embedded audio into PDFs. At the time, it was CDs and a workbook. And um, I walked the person through a Q&A process. You know, what's the name of the business? Why is it you want to do it? What excites you about it? And I actually walked them through the psychology piece, which is what I do as a coach and working with people more so than I talk about, okay, now let's make sure that your assets are here and your, your, you know, your liabilities are here. And I, that doesn't excite them. They don't, I, you can hire an accountant for a few hundred bucks a year. You don't need to spend your life going through this thing. You just need to be excited. Get excited about something. So that's where Lemonade Stand Simple came from, this process of making it easier for people. So I have an online course to walk people through that, that whole process. Don't we call that the KISS system? Well, keep it's it simple, system. stupid. Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the KISS. And you're exactly right. You know what? You realize, and as you grow a company, you've got to ask yourself what's your highest and best use. You know, as an entrepreneur, you're a creator. Uh, and, and you're a creator, and you got to bring in the right team to manage the company and, and do what you're doing, and you do that. And a lot of times it's hard giving things up and doing it, but if you really realize what you're best at and bringing the best people, it's a lot simpler in doing that. 
So uh, we've got only about a minute left here. But so Lemonade Stand, you created this book, this whole thing here. Where is it now, and do you still want to take it somewhere? Oh, no, I, it's, it's, I will go to my grave with it. Okay. Whether it works or it doesn't, I am not giving it up. Call me delusional. I don't care. I, am, I, I work it all the time. I'm always working it. I, was, I spent probably 10 hours on uh, LinkedIn and Facebook in the last week just trying to pull people into my, into my tribe, trying to build a tribe. Yeah. Um, still trying to figure all that out. Part of that, part, some of this stuff might be the programmatics piece. I don't know. So I think part it of is, it might you know, be the show I, as here. I, as I look at it, I like that. That's why I brought it up. I like it. And I think you can build on it because, yeah. you know what, it's that KISS principle. And as you get people, the fear of failure, you know, is this going to be hard? You tell them a lemonade stand, hey, that's easy. Yeah. It brings them back to the day when they were a kid and started dreaming again. So yeah. I really it's like simple. that. No, I like it. Yeah. As I looked at it and further and further, I really, really like it. So hold that thought. You mind coming on for another segment? I'll stay here for years. All right. So anyways, <laughs> this is great. We have a new person. On the, no, you get your own show. Yeah. Anyways, we've got to take a little break. Once again, we got to pay the bills here. I want to thank everyone in the studio. We'll be back in two minutes. Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our 9 and Dine special, 9 holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Surfing the internet can be good for your brain, especially if you're getting up there in years. UCLA scientists say that the internet searching helps to stimulate your brain function by triggering centers in your brain that control decision making and complex reasoning. In a study to be published in the American Journal of Geriatric Psychiatry, the researchers say that using the internet to seek out new information might stimulate the brain enough to sustain brain health and your cognitive ability. Before the computer age, the one activity that was linked to an active mind was solving crossword puzzles. The fact that even simple tasks like searching the internet might enhance your brain circuitry suggests that our brains are really sensitive to mental exercise and actually continue to learn as we grow older. So using an internet search engine such as Google produces the same brain activities as reading, but it also increases activity in areas of your brain that control decision making and complex reasoning. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. music you know what it means we're back at new radio media talking biz in the studio dan nichols paul benjamin my great associate back from frankfurt michigan you know dan a lot of different things you're sharing on entrepreneurship and you know the challenges that people have and and how you started out you know we all started out in different little things paper routes drugstores when we were growing up later on uh in today's world the kids are doing different things um but at a very young age and some of it comes from, let's say, the, the Boy Scouts, the Girl Scouts. It could be youth programs where they've learned to interact with other people. 
What challenges, though, have you seen in today's world where uh, all the communication seems to come from the electronic side? Mm -hmm. um, have they lost their verbal skills? Yep. Well, that was a quick one. We'll Boy, it back. took you a long time to think you know, of that one. Okay. Now, listen, yep. folks, if you want the Dan Nichols show yeah, no. in an hour, it'll be done in less than five <laughs> no. seconds. And I guess and you can still sponsor no. those shows accordingly. So, yep. Peter, Peter, I've got, a, I've got my, my – yeah. Time to go, folks. That was quick. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a pretty dry conversation. Wouldn't it? No, I mean, come on. <laughs> that was a rhetorical question, right? No, I mean, no, we he, all, he fed you that one. Yeah, no, he? right, right. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I tell my daughter all the time, I said, you want to impress people? I said, all you got to do is look them in the eye and shake their hand really nice and firm. I said, and your generation doesn't get that. And when I meet a 20-something that does that, I'm blown away, and I will comment immediately. I'm like, that is amazing. And you I know, let them know right uh, then and there. And, and you know I what the just, other part is? What? Writing a thank you note by hand. Well, you know what's funny? Oh, that is the I most... came up with a new business I'll tell you in a minute. Okay. Remember, remember, remember thank you note. But I want to I want to talk to Dan. Yeah, so you just gave me you that. You can idea. talk to Dan. Go right ahead. No, Dan, speak. Can we talk? We can, can we talk? Can we talk? Yeah. Matter of fact, talk. I'll just step out and get more coffee. Yeah, you missed your coffee. <laughs> you know, Dan, it's funny, as you said that, and I think this would be cool for your show tied to the lemonade stand. I think you should have a segment with young kids in the studio with you once in a while. And open their minds. That would be so cool. So, so the uh, youngentrepreneur.com used to be the largest, uh, one of the top five largest entrepreneurial sites, and it was all geared around. And the couple of guys that run it, um, Adam Torin and his brother, um, oh, I'm, I'm forgetting it for a moment, we got conversing. He actually called me up and he said, hey, man, I love this lemonade stand thing. He goes, I caught it on the web. Would you like to be our lead coach? These guys, what they did is they wrote a – so we, we did like about a year's worth of blogs and videos and different things, and then Entrepreneur Magazine bought them out. Yeah, I just think mm -hmm. that, you know, as we talk, and, and you know, you, you, like yeah. you and I, we brainstorm, yeah. we pop. Yeah. I think once in a while a segment with, with three yeah. young kids in the room, it, and, it, and it's like, that'd be cool. I think it'd be beautiful. I, I don't know that it's my target market, yeah, but yeah. I think it'd be beautiful. And the reason I think it'd be beautiful is I want the adults to see themselves through the child's eyes. Right. Oh, and we'll probably and that's the whole you thing. Know, whether, whether, whether I do it on my future you, or yeah. we, we got to talk together because I think, you know, it's funny. Ian said yesterday, kids say the darnest things. Yeah. Art Linkletter. Yeah, Thank you, yeah, Art. And, and so bringing back that show but i think we'll have to talk together because yeah. it'd be cool maybe it's another show it's not even you know? a show you know what it is and we talked about this before on the educational side with schools education education is that could you imagine going into a high school having a panel like we're doing right now mm -hmm. but having the youth panel on the other side and having the same conversation so the whole auditorium is filled and we, listening to what we're talking we have about. a new job for you peter Another one. Yeah. And I, I thought I, my boys uh, in Washington had jobs for No, me. no, no, no. I'm replacing. You know, it's funny. I'm going to say a little story. <laughs> Peter's been involved with a, a huge Jewish organization for years and years. He's uh, been very deep into it, B'nai B'rith. And um, Peter's wife and I sort of cornered him because he was going to go for El Presidente. And I became a real um, selfish partner. Yeah, he did. And, and I sort of got behind it. And I want to tell the whole story here because it's really it's funny. Right. Him and his, his wife and I became very close. And we sort of backdoored him and said, you know what? You got a great company here. I wanted him more involved in media, media, media. So we got his son involved and dad's involved. And I'm giving Peter more assignments. After this show, I'm giving Peter more He doesn't know it, but I'm giving him more assignments. I like my assignments at Geneva, we, we, Paris, we had, it, No, no, they're going to be they're gonna be new radio media. He's got Brussels, clipped his wings until Monte we license. When we license wait a second, Peter. When we license the world in a year, you can go back. So I get my own aircraft You get again? your own aircraft. Yeah, Thank we'll you. get your own aircraft. 
but it's funny because we're true good friends. We're like brothers. And and as we go through this journey and you join the family, it's so much fun here. And and look at our young folks. You guys having fun here? You look at our board people. You, you look talk, at you know. We have you know, turn you up the mics. Let's turn up your mind. No, let's turn up the mics. You know, everybody turn up the mics. Right. Introduce yourself. So let's let's introduce quick. yourself. Who you are? Let's start over here. I'm Tony. And how okay. long have you been here, Tony? Oh, I've been here for a good seven or eight months. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's there. go over there to the other side of the window. Jake. Right? Jake, you can speak. Speak, Jake. I feel like I'm doing a. Commercial. Hey, Jake. How long you been here? He doesn't even know how to find a microphone. Jake, you guys not turn the mic on. Yeah, he's new to the spin. <laughs> got two guys over there. Wait, you got Tony, I got it up over here. Tony, wah, wah, got it? Didn't okay, I send him to Spec Shower? Let's I go over here. Okay, your mic live now? It's not <laughs> live. It's not live. What's going on here? I don't know. They're live. <laughs> okay. All right, so give me fingers. Jake's been here about a year. Over a year okay. now, Jake? Yeah. Year? Yeah, sounds good. Jake? Jake? Yeah. Okay, you got it. There they are. Okay, you trained. Okay. Send him back to class. Go ahead. Jake, how long you been here? Over a year. He's, his mic's it's not, not, not working. We're, We're work. loud. All right, so anyways, Jake, you've been about a year, right? Yeah. All right? All right, over there. Anyways, you guys having fun? And how's everything in the ice cream chest? Angel, Angel's freezing. He looks like he's, he's having smiling. fun. But, what's, but what's, what's cool about it is that, you know, <laughs> I always say that we have really a family here. And as we add shows, we add members of the family. It's they a they lot love of the fun. medication, don't yeah, they? Yeah, we <laughs> We'll send those guys back to specs. Microphone on 101, okay? That's right. And when you guys figure it out, you figure it out. You know. Actually, we'll send them back to the Lee Allen School actually, of do Broadcast me a favor. Arts. Tony, when, when you're done with the show, figure out that issue. Okay. I got gotcha. you. We need okay. it for the next show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on over there. See what's happening. But anyways, you know, talking about Dan, you know, we have a real family here. And as we develop stuff, and I was saying about Peter before, Peter is, is, is my partner. I, I Actually, the dream started. I called Peter. I'm coming to pick up a check. We're doing something new. You have no idea, but we're going to make a lot of money doing this. And the journey's been fun. And the journey continues. And it's accelerating faster and faster. And so as that entrepreneurial spirit goes, and you like it and we like it, it's really contagious. And it's really contagious. And, and people come in here, and we have a lot of guests that come here. Next thing you know, hey, can I have a show? And you right. say, can I have a show? But the entrepreneurial spirit is hotter than ever. It, it is hotter than ever, um, and, and we express it, and people see it. And, and I want to talk a little more about that. I mean, we've got a few more minutes on here until the next break. But, you know, once again, to, to be serious, I'm glad Peter is, is more hours with us and doing things with the company because he, he's, he's, right, he's been in the broadcast business for how long? 1970. 1970. Uh, you'll hear more about Peter uh, I still joke with people that my partner got in trouble for airing too many Saturday Night Live albums. Saturday yeah, Night Fever did. albums. Saturday Night Fever, not album, live. Thank you, John from but, but Saturday Night Fever My first album. order was one million units. So it's funny. You guys don't know in the studio. Was Peter worked for, for a, Handelman. He was a record, worked for a record distributor, and he ordered a million extra Saturday Night Fever. Yeah, a million, million, units. million <laughs> units. And the guy says, what are we going to do with these disco albums? And he had to order. Well, how fast did you order another million? About ten days later. Ten days later, I ordered another Sold million. Out of my first million. So it, it was really interesting. So that's Peter's history. I want to give you a little bit of yeah, his history. I'm familiar with Handelman. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he's that. So we're going to go back to Dan. It's not about Peter yeah, and me right now. So, right. No. so, so Dan. It's about Dan Nichols. Ladies. If yeah, I were to ask you this question, okay, and and I ask people, where do you see yourself a year from now, and then where do you see five years from now? I'll tell you, what, I, I look to the future piece, um, and I, I, I want to just, I want to touch, move, and inspire entrepreneurs. Yeah, that's it. Period. That's Build all. I, that's all I've ever wanted to do. I, I was 21 years old, bought my first home in downtown Royal Oak in 1988. 
from money I saved from a landscaping business, which thank I'm just thankful for the fact that uh, when I got out of high school, I had two things. I was either going to play Major League Baseball or I was going to start a business of my own. Those are my two. That was it. Wait I didn't a minute. What happened to the band? I didn't. No, band wasn't a thing. I did want to be a heavy metal singer. Did. I know you did. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I did. <laughs> I researched a I, I, I couldn't hit a high note. Wait a minute. Wait but I couldn't hit a high note. I couldn't hit a high note. They couldn't yeah. either, so don't worry oh, about geez. it. Yeah, you know. did. Yeah, oh, no, I couldn't hit the high they note. Could. So. Um, so no, so it was pretty simple to me. I'm like, yeah, you're right. There was heavy metal singer, well, baseball you player, had Halen, or have a business Led of my own. Zeppelin, you know, yeah, you yeah. had Billy Idol. No, I mean, for me, it was Iron Maiden, Judas Priest. Yeah. Uh, you know, okay. uh, uh, yeah, uh, there was a lot of those metal. Anyway, so um, so for me, it was uh, it was pretty simple. That was it. Uh, I worked, and what happened was I didn't end up doing the baseball thing, and uh, told the coach my uh, senior year, like, look, dude, I'm not riding the bench anymore. I'm the only lefty you got. I pitched the best game so far. I don't want to go into that. It's going to sound too much. Oh no, like it sounds yeah. great actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was just it was frustrating. And anyway, um, but you need the frustration. Yeah. To make the jump. Yeah. So so I worked for a guy for uh, six months uh, cutting lawns. He was an alcoholic, a raging alcoholic. And I'll tell you what, I'm thankful for it. Because I thought to myself one thing. I thought, if I can do this, or if he can do this, I can, I do. can do this. That so people say as an entrepreneur, so what born part, or made. What part could you do? The landscaping or the drinking? Uh, I, I wasn't a big drinker, so yeah, <laughs> that would be Paul's question right yeah, there. Yeah, I, I, do you like Bloody Marys? <laughs> no, I, I enjoy a beer. I enjoy, but but it doesn't like me. You didn't miss the first hour no, of the no, show. No, no. <laughs> I, I've heard him talking about Bloody Marys in other shows, though, right? You That's got a, it. He yeah, just yeah. takes pictures. <coughs> yeah. just to he doesn't drink them. He just takes photos. Well, I right, drink right. them, but it's just one a day. <laughs> My friends are sending me eight. No, but anyway, so, tell you about that so you later. got through the landscaping pit. If you yeah, knew yeah, that. Let's bring something in to a close. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, we're having too much fun. Yeah. Yeah. But knowing full well that if he could do it, I know I can do it. Yeah. Plus, plus, plus. Boom, boom, boom. When I got my DBA right, mm-hmm. right then, started marketing. I called it Hedge Hunter because I thought, well, I didn't have the money for the lawnmower, which was a couple thousand bucks and a trailer and all that. I go, I'm just going to buy a hedger and I'll just be like the hedging guy. So I, I, I tried that. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? They all need their lawns cut. I ended up uh, getting my dad to co sign a $4,500 loan. And uh, bought a trailer, hooked it up to my 76 Pontiac Le Mans, uh, uh, which I traded for a really cool candy apple red cutlass because it ran better. And um, anyway, so I uh, did that. To, and, and then a, a couple years later, I bought my house at 21. And I remember signing that at 21 years of age. And think, and I had one thing in mind. I had a Lamborghini above the fireplace, a picture of one. I'm like, that's it. I'm going to 25. I'm buying a Lamborghini. The second I signed that document, it was a land contract. First purchase I had because I didn't have the credit at the time. Um, I remember being completely unfulfilled by chasing the money at 21. So it was a blessing and a curse because on the one hand, I, my, my desire to money, 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 money dropped right then. I'm like, this is ridiculous. This didn't fill me up at all. So what? I'm 21 with a house. Who cares? I'm the only person that cares about this. I might make my mom or dad happy, especially because I could pay back the loan or whatever, but nobody else cares about it. It was completely ego-driven. There was no soul, no heart behind that. So that was the change. It was a big shift. And then I spent the next 20 years trying to figure out, like, you know, what it really around the motivational piece and the, the soul searching and all that kind of stuff and, uh, and recognizing that that's what I really love doing. Is it entrepreneurship or is it helping people become entrepreneurs? So that was when the coach was born um, and when the teacher was born and all that other stuff. So and, so and along the way, I did multiple businesses as well. So, so redefining Dan Nichols yeah. started really at 21. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think when the people that you're sharing your story with, when do you think the average person starts to redefine themselves? I think when they're, um, I, I think in their, don't you, I, I'm going to go more towards your late 30s, early 40s. I'm going to change that a little bit. Um, it's never too late. Oh, no, it's you not. Know, no, that's no, not, you, not the question. That wasn't the question. That wasn't the question. Yeah. 
Were, were you sleeping? Redefining themselves. He, he, was, he was in Benzyland. No, 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 I think he was. He was in Benzyland. to figure out where to buy more candy for the driveway. No, 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 Peter, there's two questions there. Redefining yourself. No, when the question to Dan was, when do you think people start to redefine themselves? And, and Age-wise. Well, but that's... From an that's, age. It's an open question. That's a whole other topic. I don't want to get deep into it. That'll be the next show. Yeah, it'll be the next show. Because it, it's, it's you know, the average... I'm going to throw this out real quick. Is There used to be a number of the average time people change their careers. I think the number was seven. That was the old number. I got to dig... We'll dig, dig deep further into that. But it's seven times that people change their careers in a lifetime. So I don't know if that's the number. Anyways, we got to take a break. Hey, Dan, I want to thank you. Well, you know what? Stick around. Stick around. We're going to take you to the end of the yeah, show. Yeah, I'm not leaving. You're stuck. I mean, <laughs> well, we have a show at 10. We have to leave the studio, okay? Another show comes in. Anyways, uh, you're listening to Talking Biz with the gang here. We'll see you in two minutes. If you need a fingerprinting service, A1 Fingerprints is the place to go. A1 Fingerprints specializes in fingerprinting for teachers, students, law enforcement, and more. A1 makes the process so easy and simple, you can be in and out in 10 minutes. A1 does walk-ins, so appointments aren't necessary. A1 Fingerprints, located in Southfield on Southfield Road. Go to A1Fingerprints.com for more information. That's A1Fingerprints.com. It's that easy. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. Things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Walled Lake. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. Welcome back to New Radio Media. I'm Peter Prome, Paul Benzman, and Dan Nichols in the studio. You know, for the last uh, 40 minutes, we've been zipping through entrepreneurship, a little bit of growth uh, personally and family-wise. You know... You lost 10 minutes. Last 50 minutes. 40. 50. I let you talk for 10. Well, I'm telling you... He's Wait a minute. You talked for 10. Minutes. I gave him 40. So wait a hey, minute. Whose show it's, is this? It's, it's our Who show. show is it's this? You've been out of town. It's Dan's show. You've been out of town. It's 9.50, right? 9.51. He started at 9. You it's know, now 51 minutes. You said 40 minutes. Are you eating into my time? Yeah. I'll tell you. You know, 
this is why you need your we're own like show. Brothers. We're, we're like brothers. We're like brothers. You need your own show. Because we, you we're see, like brothers. You know? I, I picked that up. I, 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 <laughs> I, I bet did, you did. I did the you know, math. I got to tell you the best thing. When we now, used to be at this four-letter company on Saturday mornings, we had a roving reporter who would go to garage sales for us and check yard sales all the time. And Mo would be our roving reporter, also known as Dad to Paul. And it was always great because he would straighten Paul out. I didn't have to worry about it. You see, now I have to take on the role <laughs> of straightening Paul out. So, Or maybe you don't. Oh, no, it's fun doing it. Oh. It's fun. <laughs> Guys, he drives the uh, oh, Ford he, truck, makes sure the ADD? tires are flat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't drive a truck. I drive an Explorer. A fact, Ford Explorer. Guys, Explorer, grayish, dark gray. You know. Just just make sure the back tires are flat. Just Thank remember, you, Angel. Angel, you're my man, Angel. Just remember, I work for the government. Could Whatever. be a federal offense. There you go. There you go. Yeah, he, he, that's how he dug up all your stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's no, okay. it's on my website. I know it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's on one of my five websites. There you go. So how do they find you on all these different websites? All right, so so if you go to Facebook, uh, what's easiest is just to face when you go to Facebook, search for Thrive Orchard. It's uh, facebook.com forward slash Thrive Orchard. Just because it's easiest to build a tribe on there. People are already on there. I just figured, why am I going to reinvent this and try to have a website and pull people in and do a funnel and all this? Facebook's so easy. Um, but that's one way. Uh, that's that's that business. That's so, the coaching business. Join your tribe. Are you from Cleveland? No, no. no it was funny when you said Cleveland. There was a guy last night at the wedding. His name was Cleveland, and I, I, I harassed him. <laughs> I harassed him. Were you at the wedding too? Were yeah. you spying last you. night? I, it's my job to know these things. Did yeah. he look like one of the waiters last night? Did someone look like Peter? You know? No. <laughs> okay. No. Other ways to find you? Yeah. Uh, well, so the DJ is uh, top organic search terms, michiganweddingdj.com. Ooh. Yes. I got that right away when uh, when that became the thing. Um, I'm Actually, after I'm, I'm leaving here, I'm going back to cook some crepes for my daughter and her friends for her birthday. Uh, they're waking up probably 11 or noon. And then I'm off to do an ozone job at a Comerica bank. So I have these machines I rent, ozone machines that I rent to people, uh, to companies or whatever, to come in and take care of uh, odor issues. <laughs> Um, wow! wow. So. I just say that about it. They, they they're painting over there, and one ah, of the ways we get good. rid of the We're paint odors is with ozone. So it's not a bad odor. But no. Yeah. Any weddings tonight? Uh, no, I don't have a wedding tonight. That was uh, by design, though. It's my daughter's birthday, and she's how old she's is your made daughter? Me feel today? So, Thirteen today. Thirteen. Know, how many right. girls are sleeping over? Uh, well, tonight she just has two. It was a primer for next weekend. Next weekend is uh, like six or seven or something crazy. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. We needed an extra week, so. Uh, just the way that worked out. Yeah, see, Paul's going to be in the studio by himself next week. I won't be here. Um, be I'm happy great. to be on. Oh, see, there you go. Come on, I love the stuff. Welcome I, aboard. Welcome sorry, aboard. Sorry. You know, well, I'm gonna, I will I'm be. Give you some, are you available? I next will Saturday? be on a plane to. Palm. Yeah, morning stuff's easy. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I fly to California next week. I, I'm just. I might have an issue with the daughter, though, because she makes Bring me feel in. bad because it's always oh, a Friday or a Saturday. And she, okay. Daddy, you missed last year's birthday. Dad. And then All I do right. game shows, so uh, gameshowguy.com. Okay. Yeah. Uh, family, I do Family Feud and Jeopardy-style gaming. I have to right. make sure I say style. i got to cease and desist pretty yes, quickly. Yes, you did. Uh, PRs, you would. Yeah, so, uh, so right. just a few we used things. To do, we used to do the gong show up by Metro Airport. Gong show would be good. And yeah, the problem uh, is he, he tried to gong airplanes taking off. Not a good no, idea. No, no, no. no. Yeah. Listen. Since I'm older than you, I used to fly out of Willow Run. You're much older than me. It was great when you flew Eastern Airlines and Pan American out of Willow Run. 
Those are when they had those. Is those props. the ones with they the props? They were props. They had props. You're so funny. You know, you are dying here. You're just having a ball sitting back. I'm so relaxed. I'm, back. I'm going up north again in five weeks. He's loving this. this. Is he's already, he's already into his countdown. I'm already, I'm already on the way to Frankfurt in five weeks. Yep. He's on a countdown. Yep, yep, Good. yep. I'm going to go get my Chubb Sable, uh, my Chubb uh, Bloody Mary. At the I cove. think people are trying to figure out what a chub is. They don't know what a chub so is. So if you take it, it's a miniature whitefish that's been smoked. And and wow. so they put it in. The People say, you're eating a fish in a bloody mirror. It's a smoked fish. They You take it out. They have it sliced. And you take out the smoked whitefish. And it's very tasty. I'll bring you guys a sample of smoked yeah. whitefish. But if you go to Leland, Michigan, the smokehouse is right along the docking area. You can't miss it. And it is just fantastic. You know, the wood, it's great. Smokefish. How do we get the smokefish? Anyways, um, the the hour's going by. So, you know, Dan, let's wrap it up a little bit. I want to thank you for coming into the studio. Thank you for having me. You know, as as we bring on the entrepreneurial spirit, which is a lot about, you know, new ventures, lifestyles, all the other things, um, you know, I I welcome you aboard here. And and if you can come on next week's show, be part of the show, part of the guest, you're welcome. I'm going to give you assignments if you are. Uh, Peter, Peter does. <laughs> That's it. where the fun ends. Well, Peter, oh, it is. It's no, great. no, it's not really oh, because no, no, Peter no. does I a lot a of ball. research. I have a ball. When we started this show um, in 2012 12. on ESPN, it was really interesting. And hats off to Peter. We would interview people a good six months before the major papers got them. Right. It, it was like Peter would dig someone out, did some research. Next thing you know, they were on our show, and then the free press and the news and everyone else covered them six months later. Them up. And it was really cool, and we picked up a lot of clients that way. We really, really did but because— like you were saying, these were the individuals that were going to be tomorrow's entrepreneurs. But as you peel it back to see where they're at currently, we would grab it mm-hmm. and build it and then track them and bring them back later. So wow. it was really exciting, and as excitement grew and the show grew, um, we were so excited to get back, and, and we knew that the Internet, the way it was going, Ian— Pretty much said to us, hey, you got to do the streaming thing. And there's our theme music. Well, I want to thank everyone in our studio participants. This <laughs> is the game show mm-hmm. style. Yeah. Dan, thank you for coming on. Peter, great as usual. Hey, staff, I want to thank you guys. Without you, we're not here. Don't forget to stake around at 10 o'clock, Real Estate Realities. We'll see you next Saturday, same time, same place. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you.